Welcome to Occasionally Awesome. I'm Nick Youssef, uh, doing the intro solo again. Kevin Christie's somewhere, who knows? Um, this, uh, this is a fun episode. This is another playlist episode um, with uh, our, a return guest who we all love very much. But before we get to that, let's do a couple of quick um, road dates. So I am about to leave uh, town for 10 days. I'm going to be on the East Coast 10 or 11 days. Um, so heads up, East Coasters. Um, if you live in West Palm Beach, Florida, I'm going to be at the Improv September 15th, 16th, 17th uh, with Steve Byrne. Uh, and then uh, New York City um, coming finally. Um, it's been a while, I know. But I'm doing it. Uh, September 18th through the 21st, I'll be in town in New York City doing some spots. I'll be at uh, The Stand a few nights, which is uh, one of the best clubs. Uh, I love those guys over there for giving me a home whenever I come to New York. Um, I'll be at New York Comedy Club a couple of nights. Um, I'll be doing a couple like alt shows. Um, and then I might do some stand-up New York uh, spots. This is kind of like a last minute thing, so uh, I'm happy to just have like, you know, four or five sets in like a four day period. Uh, it'll be fun. So I'll be mostly at the stand. Um, the, the confirmed dates are up on my website, nickyusef.com. So go check those out. Come to a show if you can. Uh, come say hi afterwards. You know, the whole deal. I'd love to see you. I'd love to meet you. All that stuff. So, uh, and then Raleigh, North Carolina. You're up next. Uh, that's September 22nd through the 24th at Good Nights. I know I was just there, but I'm coming back again, and why not? It's a great city. I'm going to go eat a bunch of barbecue, um, hit up a swap meet or something. It'll be great. Uh, and Good Nights is an awesome club, so uh, that's that. And then, then I go home for a few days, and then Houston, Texas, I will be at the Houston Improv October 6th, 7th, and 8th. And then the week after that, Tahoe Improv once again, October 12th through the 16th. So, yeah, I'm not going to see much at home for the next month and a half. So, um, if you live in any of those cities, please come to a show. Uh, I'd love it. Uh, say hi afterwards. And uh, there's going to be a couple new merch items up. So, I'm still selling those pins. Uh, if you haven't gotten a lapel pin, check those out on on the site they're like a little cartoon drawing of me popping out of a coffee mug um and then there's gonna be uh some stickers and some some ballpoint pens that are like themed after my album 1982 so they'll have my name and the album um title and they'll be like you know pink and blue and you know if you've seen the cover you steal you'll get it uh so those will be up soon for sale and I'll probably do like a couple of you know, buy buy two get one, or give you some sort of deal if you get um, get two or more. All you know, um, but keep an eye out for that. So nickyusef.com, and then contact at nickyusef.com if you want to send me an email, say hi, if you have questions, some some random thing about the podcast, all that stuff. More than happy to hear from you. I answer every single one. I might not do it right away, but I do it. So. Feel free to hit me up and say, hey, um, 
There you go. That's all that. Um, and then this episode is one of the playlist ones. So Jason Tebow, who we all know and love uh, from the Punch Drunk podcast, also on All Things Comedy. You guys should subscribe to that. It's like, as he loves to say, we talk about sports for eight minutes and then we argue with each other for two hours. It's him, Ari Shafir, boo, Sam Tripoli. Uh, all three of those guys. Uh, it's a great podcast. I've, I've guest hosted on it a few times. I love it. Uh, so you can find him on there. Follow him at the Teeb T H E T E E B on Twitter. And then uh, he does announce that he's recording an album uh, out near Chicago. Uh, listen for that at the end. Um, he gives out all the details there. And then follow him on Twitter. Hit him up. Um, ask him about it. If you live out there, go see the taping. Tebow's hilarious, and he'd love your support. Um, and that's going to be like November 4th, so you got a little bit of time. But uh, mark that on your calendars. Go out there, fill those seats, laugh your asses off, and let's have that album come out great. Teep's a great guy, so funny, one of my best friends. Always love having him on the episode. Um, and this was fun. This is like a two-hour episode, maybe a little more. We just had a lot of fun little tangents, and then we got into our playlist for songs that you would uh, all of a sudden find yourself speeding to, and then songs that you that are going to make you cry. So you got to turn them off um, or leave it on. But songs you know are going to make you tear up. Uh, it was a really fun episode. We love having Tebow on, and we'd love to hear what you guys think of it. That being said, enjoy, and we'll see you next week. Now, Tebow, since this is practically your podcast now, you can... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Guys, welcome to my show. <laughs> welcome to the Tebow. Occasionally Tebow. If this podcast had back-end points, you'd definitely have yeah. some for Nothing sure. Nothing I do ever has back-end points, but <laughs> yeah. if, if it did, this is yeah, one where I would be raking it in. You would have back-end points adjusted against the gross. What would you rename this podcast? Uh, Tebow and his two dipshit buddies. <laughs> <laughs> you're like the way you say it uh, duh like, it, like, like already, what, what other name would there be to ask you that. in fact that's gonna be a separate list episode <laughs> all the things I would name this. We, we don't even get names yeah. his two dipshit buddies <laughs> that way you can fire any of but us yeah. at any point right. like you might dip your dipshits but also buddies yeah but also the podcast cover would still be our photos but it, above it would say TV <laughs> Too different with arrows pointing at us. He's with stupids. I am 100% okay with changing the name of our podcast. Yeah, Do that for no other reason. It'll still, everyone will still get the download. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I also would so accept funny. better than Jerry Ferrara. <laughs> Better than Jared Ferrara. I'm up two now. I have to be up two now on him. I th- you were up two before that. I think. Yeah, he I hasn't think. done it since my last appearance of yesterday. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe so. Uh, yeah, it's been a minute. The last one he did was when he went to Harry Potter land. Yeah. Which was, I can look Boring that Boring pod material. Okay, stop. <laughs> right. That sounded great. <laughs> I'm sure great. it did. Yeah, Harry Potter land. Actually I saw on Instagram, did he just got engaged? Is that right? Yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, good luck being on this pod with all your love and money <laughs> and career. Love. <laughs> not me. I just sit outside in the bushes and wait for you guys to need something to talk about. <laughs> not me. <laughs> no love here. No thank you. Yep. Yeah.
Um, so Where this the... episode, we're doing music lists. You, these are your premises, Teeb. Now, what all? Which all ones have you guys gotten? Because I think this is a cool idea that you guys are doing. Yeah, it's been fun. We did. Um, uh, we did fucking and fighting. Yeah. Then we did Wes Anderson movies and horror movies. What, what does fucking and fighting entail? Of uh, songs you want to bone to and songs that make you want to drop bombs on somebody. Fight somebody. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Which we found there was some crossover. Yeah. Where some Give me an example of that if you have one. Like uh, like whole lot of love by Led Zeppelin. That could go either way. Oh, yeah. sure. You could that do could both. get you like, I'm ready to fucking mm-hmm. go mm-hmm. Yeah. In, in either direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I'm ready to knock this guy out to where he's so unconscious, I make him suck my D. Yeah. I'm into that, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> then like a roofie-worthy blowjob without roofies involved. <laughs> yeah. Where it was an act of self-defense, so it's just... <laughs> To the victor go the spoils. <laughs> to the victor go the spoils, yeah. yeah. It's just your buddy knocked out on the ground while you're just tucking dick into his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> tucking dick. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> tucking. <What a> visual. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so dumb. Jerry, ha- Jerry has been on since you. He did God, this guy. Uh, two months ago, episode 158. Go away. He's like a booger I can't get off my finger, this guy. You haven't been here since... Oh, wait, you did the the new Radiohead album with Josh Adam Myers. Mm-hmm. That was three months ago. Oh, what? what? But then really? three months ago, and then one month before that, we did the Prince one yeah. yep. with you. So you did two, like, almost back-to-back. So this is my third appearance in four months? Yeah, about we that. We got up it. I feel like you go about a month and a half between... Jobs? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah and his dipshit buddies. We need to get we need to up the ante here. We need to get yeah. it, get it rolling. Um. So this our okay. list today. The first subheading. The first premise. Songs that you would that would make you drive at a speed that would get you like a speeding ticket. Yes. Songs drive where fast like, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're if it comes on, you're like you just find yourself going, Whoa, I'm doing eighty five. Yeah, yeah, you look down, and you're like, Holy shit, I'm doing yeah. ninety, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, in yeah. The in and amongst the I'm 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 positive this song is on neither of your lists, but the Sammy Hagar I can't try a fifty five genre. Hundred percent not on my list. No. It, yeah. But that's actually a, the only song on my list. <laughs> Just that five times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Number two. Hagar again. You fucking pussy. It. <laughs> yeah. It's that five. I show times. you my iTunes and and everything is that song. <laughs> every genre, every artist. <laughs> songs to fuck to. Yeah. Songs to you fight to. Fifty gigs I worth of that Sammy Hagar song. I feel like even songs s- to drive slow to. <laughs> <laughs> songs to stop a car to. <laughs> songs to walk to. <laughs> I wish. Sitting songs. Sorry, I would love. I would love to find the world's biggest Sammy Hagar fan. Uh, it's got to be Ellis. Has to be up there. No it's way. Be, I mean, he lo- anything. He's he's Grant more Halen. of a David Lee Roth. Sure, but I'm telling guy. you what, I'm sure he wouldn't mind getting some dick tucked in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny if it was Ellis's brother. It was like the biggest Sammy Hagar fan. There's, but there's oh, got to be a guy out there who like. Is so into Hager, he hates Van Halen. <laughs> There's gotta be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I bet to there where is. I bet you even Sammy Hager is like, dude, get. I don't get it, man. There's Why? gotta be like people that were like, yeah, man, that was the heyday. That was yeah. their heyday. Right, right. Rolls That's up on him in Cabo San Lucas, is like, dude, you gotta make new music. And I know, like, I know, I know. No, dude, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Do you think yeah. he's just spending cash, just living the dream? Yeah, he has like a liquor company. He's making money hand over fist. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a Cabo tequila Lava. company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 no, no. Yeah. 
Yeah. He has uh, Cabo Wabo's the the, pl- the chain of whatever, right? I thought that's his tequila company. That's what I thought it was. Oh, may- oh maybe it is mm-hmm. as well. Uh, let me. I'll look it up. But I thought it was some high end. I think he has both. I think he has like a high. I think he started with Cabo Wabo. Because Ackroyd has that vodka. Because it's a song. It's skull. a song, right? The skull, yeah. Let's see. Cabo no. Wabo Cantina. I think that's his. Oh, and then it's also a, a, tequila, a, a tequila. I think he owns the f- cantina, too. Yeah. Because you always see him every time he does like any sort of Yeah, ride. he has one in Vegas, which I walk by when I'm doing Harris. Like, I'd walk by that all the time to fucking go anywhere. And yeah. it was just like, there's something just so sad about I it. I feel like I've eaten at it. Is it a food place? Or maybe it, I've never gone in, the but Cabo you kind of have to Wobble go through the, the beginning of it. Because the walkway, like, the, it becomes part of the sidewalk where you're like, yeah. you, you're in it. Yeah. You know, it's like that. But it's just, there's something so sad about it. But it's oh, there's always Sammy Hagar playing. There's like, that's the playlist of just yeah. that constantly. Yeah. But I guess that's his tequila company, too? Yeah, I think so. And then Cabo I think Wabba he has tequila. like multiple. I think he has probably a high end one. So maybe I'm thinking of just a different classic rock guy. Those are the smartest classic rock guys that are just like my fans are older and mm-hmm. like they're into the stuff and they have money. So instead of just the reunion shows every however many years, they just make or get involved in a product that they and like attach their face to it. Uh-huh. Yeah, because if you can spend four hundred bucks to go watch some band reunite. You'd be like, yeah, I'll drink Sammy Hager's tequila for what, 60 bucks a bottle or whatever it is? Yeah, I'll buy the VIP package so I can meet him, tell him about like the show I went to that he, that I saw of him, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And then I'll I'll get the dude's fucking reposado or whatever. I always wonder about those people that are like, nah, I mean, he's bigger than somebody that, uh, you know, that, but like somebody that had like a five, six, 10 year run Mm -hmm. musically. Yeah. And then just, that's it. They have right. like two albums and then they're just, you know, they're like, yeah, oh, it's gonna. usually like the third albums where you peter out. And then I, I think a lot of them become work and music become singer songwriters. I think it, it really depends on how big the hits were. Cause if they're, if they were legitimate, like third hits, eye blind, for example, somebody like that. Well, that dude I heard sold his publishing. So he's fucked. What do you mean? They, he has to tour. Like he would be making a that significant amount of money because he is, he writes music. Um, is he a singer? Song, is he a songwriter pro- for other people? Yeah, yeah, and produces. Okay, then yeah, then that's what. Yeah, mm. it says he's worth eight million dollars. I would bet Damn. that's mostly the songwriting after the fact. Because I remember being told at the time, this was back in the day, uh-huh. that he sold his publishing rights to like the first two records for like three million bucks. That's it. Yeah, which is a lot of money at the time, but like over time. Damn. He probably would have made more. Hmm. And three million probably went pretty fucking fast if you were a rock star. Yeah. Like quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because he was like partying and, and yeah. drugs. He dated Charlize Theron for a while. He did? Didn't yeah. he marry Michelle Branch? I think or- so. He he was writing and producing her music for a while, but he might have been uh I mean if you write two her. if you write one legitimate pop hit. Yeah. That can be $10 million. Damn. Like, Shine Bright Like a Diamond is worth like 10 or $20 million. Like, you know, C is rich from like. We're one so in two. the wrong industry. Songwriting sure. is the fucking. It is That's a license to print money. money. And it's the most. Talk about passive income. You Songwriting write and producing teams, the guys like they do all like. Uh, like the like Katy Perry and, yeah. and Taylor Swift, the guys that are, do pop star songs, like. Because they write and produce. They make money like yeah. like no one else. Yeah. 
That's why the, you can see 10 names on a song and it's still worth it for all of them to be on that song. Yeah. Because if it's a big enough hit, wow. they're all going to get paid. What is uh, Merv Griffin said? He made the most of his, all of his money that he made ever was from that Jeopardy theme song. Merv Griffin wrote the Jeopardy theme sure song? Sure did. Yeah, he wrote a few different ones. Sure did. Shit. Yeah. He, he goes, if I could do it all over again, this is before he passed away, he goes, if I could do it all over again, I'd write 10 more jingles like that. I mean, that he's means like, that jo- paid for everything. That, that means better, John Tesh is super loaded because he wrote the NBA theme. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? But I think that Merv Griffin was doing that. You you could make more money. I heard off TV theme. Really? Yeah, they've kind of done away with. Right. They realize they're like, why are we giving these people this amount. much money? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. they've learned over the years. Like, oh, we got to limit that. Uh, they're doing that with lots of things now. Where they're like, why did we give that guy twenty million bucks last year? Yeah. Like they're just changing all those. Yeah, deals. the less money there's to be made, they're like, we got to start uh, taking cash away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are we just just handing checks to every single person around? Yeah. And yeah. not us. <laughs> well, that Dolly Parton made all her money off I Will Always Love You. She wrote mm-hmm. I Will Always Love You and Whitney Houston. It's still, I think, one of the biggest hits of all time. Mm-hmm. And she's that's like she made Elvis it. wanted to cover it. Yeah, but he I wanted... Like we talked about that on this podcast. He wanted before. half the publishing, so that's why she said no. Mm-hmm. Like, guys like Elvis and Sinatra, if they covered your song, they, they took a cut. And she was like, yeah, and I don't think so. And so she's, you know, saved it. And then 25 years later is just cha-ching. Dude, yeah, you never see Dolly Parton doing shit. It's embarrassing because she probably has $200 million. And she outlived, even outlived Whitney Houston. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I wonder what she's doing now besides spending cash. Dolly Parton. Dollywood. I just saw her pop up in the... Is that still a thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. made, And I think she made a fucking killing off that too it does really well well if it's still open it's got to be doing yeah. oh turning Dude, a profit google dolly parton's net worth please i'm okay <laughs> <laughs> i was reading i'm still reading on um sammy Agar. no stephen jenkins oh okay um. oh my god dolly parton's worth 500 million dollars <laughs> <laughs> God bless her. That's yeah. laughable. I have no problem with any That's of that. La- I, I don't w- either. Good for her. I want Dolly Parton to be worth five hundred million. That's hilarious, though. Hundred million. Yeah. Yeah. God, you know how quickly I would. If someone's like, "T Bone, here's five hundred million dollars," you could start a stopwatch, uh, and before it hits hour two, I'm dead. <laughs> it won't even get into the next day. I would be dead within. How would you die? I don't know. Probably eight hours. Pro- probably tucking my dick into people's mouths. <laughs> Someone shoots you. Too many. Yeah. Too many. Hey, get away from my dick. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Dick I think you know. He I would do. do crazy things. You hire crazy. an ambulance as your Uber because you're like. This is the this is what you, that's, th- good. that's not even that expensive for having five hundred million dollars. Yeah. Instead of being Ubered around, you drive or your ride is a working ambulance with two EMTs yeah, with lights and sirens who are constantly resuscitating you, which costs money by the way. Every time you if you choose to have lights and sirens, oh, oh wow. they, tra- they charge you. Wow. Yeah. Is it your choice? Is it dealer's it's choice? Your, it's your choice. Yeah. You could go. You go no lights and sirens or or yeah. Unless huh. I think you're dying, then they do it. Yeah. But like. It's you cheaper to go no lights and sirens. Yeah. Go no lights and sirens, man. I know, yeah. It's but so some people annoying. are like so worried about their life. They're like, I really think I'm dying. Like, get me. I don't care. Yeah. Get me there. Yeah. But but I think sometimes like if you're not able to make the decision and they're where they just do it and get you there, you know. Uh, if they're like, 
sir, you're do, you're not doing well. We think you might not make it. Do you want the lights and sirens? I'd be like, is it also an option to pull the car over and let just let the air out of the tires? <laughs> Let's just sit here and go into the light together. That's what I say. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Okay, um, well, we got major sidetracks. Five hundred million dollars. That's a lot of Damn. money. Yeah, a lot of money. Would she, you? She doesn't have any kids. Who's gonna get it? She's got those tits though. Oh, she, Does she still <laughs> have those gigantic fake fun bags? Yeah, I believe so. She, yeah, I'm she's all, all about making fun of herself the fake tits yeah. the plastic surgery yeah she's got like a b- huge sense of humor about the way she looks and Dude. i mean if you're worth 500 million why wouldn't you i you're was like, just gonna say she's yeah. apparently covered in tattoos and shit that's a rumor oh, okay yeah that's one of those like marilyn manson his ribs removed to suck his own dick or <laughs> yeah you little kim got, what was it little kim Janet got, jackson got her ribs removed to be thinner yeah and then little kim had her stomach pumped from like cum like yeah swallowing too much oh cum. no that's Sanuka's in the block one well yeah but yeah little yeah. Kim had it too oh. for a little bit and then someone else some other I can't remember who but there's always Richard like, Gere with the gerbil in his yeah, ass right right yeah, yeah. how yeah. does that get I mean we did that as an episode that, yeah we did like an urban legend that's one. a good 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 yeah, topic yeah. because some of those you're just like how does that I can understand like around it. Hollywood how does that get to me in Indiana yeah. When yeah. I'm in college, you're like, Richard Gere, really? You don't say a gerbil in his ass, huh? I remember. How does that rumor get all the way across the country to a dumb fuck college like kid? National Enquirer and, and magazines like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was just, that was like the first, the first gossip rags, you know, that would just like, we don't care about the truth. We'll just yeah. fucking throw in like suggestive weird stories. And then the game of telephone would go around. That's why like in some regions it was Little Kim, other regions it was New Kids on the Block and then it would change over the years when the when it, some people start caring about new kids on the block. It became Little Kim. And, one Direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's probably One Direction. I remember stories. being at work once and someone was like, "We should start a rumor about Ron Howard." Like, just tell enough grips. Like, oh yeah, Ron's Howard's into blood shit. Like he likes to like cut people and like when he fucks he likes to cut people yeah. dude let's start a production company called the rumor mill and all we do is just think tank up rumors yeah, exactly. yeah. and that's it I don't know how we monetize it but I think <laughs> yeah. be, we monetize it by people pay us to not to start not rumors about them, them. Yeah. yeah yeah it's like right, you man. don't even you don't know who started the rumors so you don't know who to sue yeah <laughs> right yeah you just started with a background person. I love that. The Rumor Mill. Yeah. yeah. That's I'm what we should change the name of the podcast to. The Rumor Mill. Teeb's Rumor Mill with his two dipshit buddies. Teeb's Rumor Mill. We just make up shit about people we know. I heard this person. Starting with Jerry. Yeah. Dude, by the way, I heard Jerry Farrar likes gerbils in his ass while he gets his cum pumped out of his stomach. <laughs> I heard that too. Spread the word. While he flashes lights at people to tell you you're yeah, during gang, gang initiation. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That was also a great one. Yeah. It's funny. And then when right. people do that, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, so that happened to me, and I didn't do anything. It, my lights weren't on. Yeah. <laughs> so dumb. What's your first song, Teeb? Uh, Speeding Ticket? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Black Thumbnail by... Uh, Kings of Leon. Kings of Leon. Let's hear it. Hold on. I'll look it up. Oh, wow, you actually cue him up, and you got it all ready to rock, huh? Yeah. By the KOL. By the boys. My friends. My best friends. Good buddies of yours? I know him, yeah. Really? Yeah. I I saw the lead singer uh, at a concert, and he was I was there early at the um, Santa Barbara Bowl, mm-hmm. which I like, by the way. If you, I'm sure you I, I'd there. like to go to a show there. I've never, I've never done it. It kind of reminds me of the Ford. Okay. If you've been there, it's like a smaller, Greekish. Yeah. Kind of like about the size of the Greek. 
Um, and he was yeah. just standing there, like right by the merch tent. Like I was like super early. Maybe was like, yeah, yeah, that's a jam. Uh, and he's just like standing right there, like out in the open. You're like at his own concert. You're like, it's like seeing the president walk around. Yeah. You're like, dude, you can get shot. Yeah, <laughs> like who's gonna shoot this guy? Jared's a mellow dude. Yeah, they normal. all seem cool. They're normal. Well, dude, they're they're like country. They came from nothing. Nothing. Like, not pretend we came from nothing. Like, they came from nothing. Like, they were poor, poor. Yeah. You know, so We're, like, them, into the church, too. I guess they started Their in dad church. was a Pentecostal preacher. How did you meet them or get to know I them? I did their first album cover. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I've worked for them a ton. a cover story for church. Met them at church. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, I've worked for them a bunch. That's oh. cool. Yeah, over the years. You. That's a bit. This is a band that you saw go from, like pretty cool with a couple good hits to instantly cool and murdering pussy (laughs) they were just like kind of like quiet dudes who rocked all the way into like you you could clearly see when a stylist came into their life (laughs) i know that stylist for sure right yeah no yeah well as soon as sex on fire hit they finally had money to do stuff sex on fire was like yeah that was was a huge peak, peak and then someone like you was a massive hit yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, they have like ten massive hits. They're a huge band now. People don't. You, they're one of those bands where you like. I don't want to say everything runs together because I actually really do like Kings of Leon. A lot of it bleeds and blends together where you don't know what's on what album. Yeah, but when you go, you could list like fifteen songs of theirs and be like, "Oh shit, I know a lot of their songs." Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. not objective. The novice. I'm so like emotionally connected to their that band that I'm not objective, but I think they're great. I, I think they're them. great. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, Aha, Shake, Heartbreaking because oh, of the times. Because of times, they uh, they every album when they put out an album, there's you can usually count on them for at least five great Youth songs. Youth and Young on Manhood that. is fucking perfect. Yeah, yeah, that's a great one. I, I think, mean, and that's their kids. The bass player was seventeen when they recorded that shit. Now they're kind of is it two brothers and a cousin? It's three brothers three, and a right? cousin. Yeah. So they're all related. Yeah, I thought yeah. there was one guy that wasn't related. No, the cousin. There's just he's a cousin, but I, a he's family. still a follow will. Yeah, yeah. So it's a four man. That's that's gotta be crazy. Let's look up their Wikipedia. And they're, I mean, one of their kids is named Mary Bell Followell. <laughs> they're country. Really? Great, that's man. country as fuck. They're the best dudes. I remember well, I saw them once. We were at their Seven hotel, albums. and I was like, Seven albums. I was Seven like, you guys ever play shit. that game cornhole? And they were like, Uh, we invented it. <laughs> Jerry goes, What the fuck did you just say to me, dude? He goes, I'll go get the cornhole set out of the fucking bus, and we'll do this awesome. right now. <laughs> like, Dude, so hell yeah, you will. Yeah, like, hell yeah, you will. And yeah. uh, by, by the way, married to a Victoria's Secret model, uh, like one of the angels. His wife is, yeah. And she's fucking cool as shit. Now, I got a question. This does not seem like a, all of a sudden I'm doing 90s song. But the second half of that song, it, it does clearly kick is, in heavy. though. It really kicks in heavy. Yeah. Pretty much from here on. Right. You know what I mean? What record is this off of? Because, because, because of the times. times. Yeah, that's my favorite Kings. The the cover. Did you do that cover? No. No. I only did. I did the cover. I did the first two EPs. The first cover, and then just lots of posters and. How do you shirts. get into doing that? Is it just like word of my mouth? Friend, you no, my friend. You? My friend Brett was the art director at RCA. Okay. And they were on RCA. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. You got to look up his his stuff. Yeah, that's a sweet. That's sweet, dude. Oh, dude, is the best. That's sweet. As far as like art job, that's probably the coolest art job I've had. Because a lot of people, that's their favorite record. Like, I love that first record. 
Letterman yeah. held it up on the show. Like he held because cool. it was white. It was white, like with just like white with on the white, black with the faces on it. That's no, it was all white. Cover. The original was white with like off white printing, and Letterman holds it up. He goes, "This one's faded." And I watched it at home, and I got real, got really? real excited. Yeah, that's cool, dude. dude. It was cool as shit to me back then. What episode? Fuck, was that? Who Brett's? Yeah, I think it's eighty-two. We maybe have, we have to. It's in the eighties. Uh, what episode is this? 168 I think yeah be. that's gonna be my lucky number today I'm gonna play 168 in the lottery <laughs> yeah and like yeah. sir there's, first of all that numbers there don't go is. that high you can do 168 I know um, it's 168 and that's it we uh the the late great Brett Kilrow yeah album art with Brett Kilrow is the name of that um episode listen to that one you guys it's all it's all his uh his uh, career in album yeah, art. His career and his rise and all, all the stuff he's done and where you can see all that and stuff. A lot of amazing work in there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, episode 82. That's, that's 82. That's that yeah. Okay. Um, what's your first one, Nick? Oh, here we go, motherfucker. Right. Do you get a lot of people, like, when you do this, like, oh, that's on my list, too. Oh, that's also on my list. Yeah, people will go, uh, like, that. Yeah, that of, like, one. I thought of that one, but I didn't put it on my list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or... Um, or they just throw in one of the, you forgot to put this, you know, stuff like that, which sure. is somewhere you're like, oh, yeah. Um, mine are kind of all over and for weird reasons, but um, this one is when I first started driving. Oh. <laughs> so, and I was like Fun. fucking 18 and just like listening to just Begging like, to get a ticket already. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. I'm like, how old were you when you got your first speeding ticket? Uh, I think, what day did I get my license? 100%. <laughs> uh, it's pretty close to me. No, not on the day. Um, I think it was probably I, maybe like a year after uh-huh. because I was so, because my fucking parents made me wait until I was 18. They're like, we don't trust you. Oh, to get, really? So we're not allowing it. And then I, by the time I turned 18, I got a job and all the stuff and I was like, I'm getting a fucking car and a license. Like, so I'm, now I'm doing it. Right. And then I was so nervous because I was like I, I had to wait this long I'm not gonna fuck it up by getting you know into an accident or this and that so I think it was a good year and I was doing stand up so I didn't want to like fuck that up I had to get around town also at that age the cost of a speeding ticket is like you might as well sell your car yeah 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 exactly there was too much at stake yeah I was like that's why I never drank and drove and, and, and all that stuff um, at least a lot at stake under, a lot at stake under 21 but this song would always just get me going <laughs> so 90s this is a hundred percent 90s yeah I am in locker center right now fuck this was on the radio a lot back then <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> It's such a style of rock. Yeah. You know what I mean? Abused, confused, (laughs) society. That's literally one of their songs is called Society. Of course it is. Society. Um, Of course it is. They're they're the best. That's, uh, for those who don't know, that's Pennywise. The song is called (laughs) Alien, of course. (laughs) I'm alienated. It's off the album Straight Ahead that came out in, uh, what year? Not 2000. No, it might have been 99 or 2000. I was going to say 98, 99. Uh, I loved Pennywise, dude. They were so good. Were you a big Pennywise guy? Oh, dude. 
dude, Pennywise was so great. That to surprises me. me. Pennywise really? Did that surprise you that, you that he loved Pennywise? Pennywise, Strung Out, and Lagwagon were like the same band to Lag me. Lagwagon. So to, I listened to all of them like the same amount. But oh, I never really? got into one more than the other. Maybe Strung Out. Strung, I like strung Out was out. a little more like Pennywise, but right. Um, but yeah, dude, Pennywise was my first car had a Pennywise yeah. sticker on the rear. Great logo, rear window. Oh yeah, great logo. Yeah, that's a good. St- I still see this here. You're like, fuck yeah, Pennywise. Yeah, that's a great logo. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that um, that album is, just, and that's like later Pennywise when they became more rock than punk. But early right. Pennywise is like. Strict punk, South, it's like like uh, yeah, West Orange, Coast punk, West Orange Coast County punk. punk, yeah, yeah. What's um? Let me look at their discography. Uh, Unknown Road and About Time, Full Circle was like the last like punk, more punk leaning album of theirs. And then this song was on Straight Ahead. That was ninety nine. And then I stopped listening to them after that, like 2001 and on. I just kind of, I grew, I grew out of it. Yeah. I was just yeah. like, I, that's like, what it is. Like that's, in, that's what it is. That's a band you grow out of. Exactly. Yeah. That's why you can probably now you're like, how did you listen to that? That's kind of like, what I mean. Yeah. 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 yeah that's why I meant that. I mean, Nick that's now is not li- like the, the album after Nick that. Now makes fun of old Nick for listening to that. Oh no, not at all. I, I still, you know what this well. does, these are the kind of albums where you're like, fuck yeah, I'm going to listen to this. And you, don't really finish it. You put it in, you're like, yeah. yeah. And then three songs, you're like, I don't want to put it in something. Yeah. Straight ahead, I would listen to the whole way through. But yeah, the other ones, I don't know. But the one after that was called Land of the Free. <laughs> like question mark. Oh, and they throw it's the question political. mark in there. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I was kind of done. Have either of you guys seen... Um... They were great guests on Loveline, by the way. Oh, really? Oh, Because they, oh, they would come in wasted. Of course, of course. Yeah. <laughs> They're really funny. Huh. Uh, really funny. Popstar, have you seen that? Oh, it's so funny. Mm. It's so funny, dude. And when it's hilarious, uh, uh, Tim Meadows plays uh, his manager, uh-huh. uh, and he used to be in uh, Tony, 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 <laughs> and he was the fourth Tony. But the problem was, it was Tony. They all had exclamation marks, and his had a question mark at the end. So the original band was Tony, 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 and it just didn't work. So Do you know got what I love them. about that joke? And I haven't seen the movie. That's the kind of joke someone pitches in the room. Everyone's like, that's so fucking funny and stupid, but it doesn't end up making it into the movie. Yeah. Because over time, someone's like, we can't do that. But they're like, yeah. no, no, we're believing that yeah. asinine premise in we're there. It's so in. silly. I yeah. loved it. I thought it was hilarious. Oh, it's so it's wall-to-wall funny. It's the funniest movie to me since McGruber. Where I was you're like, this say is absurd. Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In that in that vein, that kind of like I yeah. laughed that hard at it. Yeah. I, I, it was one where I was like, I'd see that again in the theater. Um, my speeding ticket song is from the Top Gun soundtrack. Ooh, it is Danger Zone. It's a great one. Yeah. I mean, to me, one. this is one of the like. Original. Also, could get a speeding ticket in a plane in that song. Because <laughs> well, he's on his plane. This is the part of Top Gun where he's on his Kawasaki Ninja. <laughs> it is a ninja. That what you are right. I mean, yeah. if, if you were in the eighties and nineties, if you wanted a sport bike, you wanted a Kawasaki Ninja. Absolutely. His was the black and red Ninja, but I wanted the green. I wanted the black and red one. Did you? Yep. I mean, this is like, yeah. do you want to get sweaty and work out wearing leg warmers? Or do you want to get a speeding ticket in a exactly white Porsche? Exactly right, yeah. This is like teen angst dancing to this 
angrily because their dad won't let him yeah. do something. This is getting pulled over on Sunset Boulevard past Doheny in a white Porsche because you're all coked up and you're like, I'm friends with Eddie Murphy. Let me <laughs> off. <laughs> this is also a great song to, of any montage. Any oh, montage. Yeah. Oh, this is the montage song. Workout montage. Workout montage. Getting your shit together yeah. ready for the big showdown. Yeah. yeah. This song also reminds me of Don Barris because he'd always play it oh, late yeah. at night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, lyrics that mean nothing. Headed into twilight, spreading out our wings tonight. Spreading our wings. Any time spreading our wings is in any song. Yeah. N- nothing. You went to the Was danger Kenny zone. Loggins? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You can't pin down any Who of these dominated lyrics. the 80s, by dominated. the way. Dominated. Dominated. Give it up for Kenny Loggins. You know what he doesn't need right now? Money. Right. Sure doesn't. He's fine. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, by the way, this is the part of the song no one knows. <laughs> like more Even lyrics. Kenny Loggins doesn't know it. Yeah, he's, he's like, like I don't is, know the what back. What part is yeah. this? Is it? Did I write this part? No. Yeah, he's like, he's gonna be off the bike by this point. Do I have to write more lyrics? Put a guitar solo in. I don't give a shit. Yeah, or sax solo. Sax I gotta, solos. Are I gotta trim big. my beard. Yeah. That's a good one. When the '90s came in, gone were the saxophone solo. Yeah. Yeah, saxophone solos stayed in the eighties. Then they took the guitar solo, but it started. They were like, "Get these sax solos the fuck out of here." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was all it was just distortion replaced that. Yeah, it was distortion. just like grungy. You can't have feedback and a sax solo. No, it doesn't work. I think it's a shame. <laughs> feedback and a sax solo. Unless you're the Mars you Volta. The sax right by the fucking amp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you never hear feedback in a Dave Matthews band song. Yeah, that would be. You also never hear positive feedback from a Dave Matthews song. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Nick Yusef. How dare you? Song. Uh, my next being second song is Ants Marching by Dave Matthews Band. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I guess, uh, man, when I put on satellites, I fucking hit the gas. Satellite. Feel uh, good hit of the summer, Queens of Stone Age. Oh, there you go. That's yeah. begging for a speeding ticket, and also a major addiction problem. Yeah, that that song, this song Please. by Queens of Stone Age, and that's their first album, right? That's like two thousand. Yeah, that's on Rated R. Rated R. Rated R. Rated R is great perfect. cover. Very simple. Very simple. Yep. This song makes me think I did think I did drugs, and I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, this is the jam, dude. This is a lot of things. You can fight to this song. Fight. Great. They're great, dude. They're great. They really are great. When I put this song on in my car, what bothers me about my new car is when you back up, the, the camera goes on, and it shuts off the music. Oh. So I'll get in my car and put this on, and then I'll put it in reverse to leave my driveway, and then the song stops, and it picks back up. It doesn't stop the song. And you have to hear this song from the beginning. You can't pa- you can't miss the oh, beginning. Oh, no. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, this is... You're doing 90. Oh, right yeah. Here. It's right one here. of the best drug songs ever. Yeah. I would say, yeah, definitely. Yeah, top five drug songs and ever. Definitely top five. Yeah. Oh, for sure. They're a consistently good band. They had a couple albums where you're like, uh... They're one of those bands that's they're very um, like era vulgaris, I like didn't... prolific in a way, and they put out a lot of of, of stuff, yeah. you know, in, within small intervals. So you kind of so, some of their shit gets lost to me. 
a little. Like I'll listen to stuff later and be like, oh man, I can't believe I didn't like this like right when it came out. Sometimes you want like just something similar and they don't give it to you, but later on you're like, you know what? Yeah. This is a fucking good record. Their I last sh- album, like Clockwork, mm-hmm. was, wasn't that their last one? Um, was so good. I saw them at uh, they they did one of those things where they're like, oh, this band. Fortnite or whatever is playing at yeah. the fucking uh, uh, Troubadour. Yeah. But everybody knew it was Queens of the Stone Age. Was that the one with Dave Grohl? With Grohl, yeah. I got to go to that because my manager when he managed When had that executioner's them. mask on? Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah, the, co- the coolest thing. Literally my best credit in showbiz is at one point I had the same manager as Queens of the Stone Age. That's cool. Yeah, that felt really cool. Yeah, right? I dropped that shit all the time. You were at, you were at that same one, huh? The Firm. That firm? Is that what it was? I was at the firm for a little while. My managers got bought by the firm. And so they brought over Queens of the Stone Age, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, like Tori Amos, Eve Six. You know yeah. what's weird? Is they only have six albums. Yeah. You think they'd have more? I mean, they've done all the desert sessions. And, yeah, and yeah, yeah, they do but all yeah, that other six shit. Six studio albums. Self-titled, Rated R, Songs for the Deaf. Songs for the Deaf the, is great. Rated Songs for the Deaf R is, is awesome. great. Rated R is great. Uh, Lullabies to Paralyze, Era Vulgaris, and Like Clockwork. Songs for the Deaf was like their OK computer. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I, I, thought lo- I thought Lullabies is their first one- record. No, Lullabies was. Like I their thought Rated fifth. R. What's, oh. what's the first one? Queens of the Stone Age, self-titled, nineteen ninety. And then isn't Songs for the Deaf and then Rated R? Or is it no, 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 Rated, Rated R, R then okay. Songs for the Deaf? Okay. Lullabies was after, and that was like okay. I listen to Rated R more often than I listen to any other record. Yeah, that was their of first. Of theirs or? Of in, theirs. Oh, yeah. okay. That was the theirs. first one that, I mean, it was their second one, but it was the first one that people were like, who are these guys? Yeah. And they kind of got. Dude, that's so cool about uh, uh, that you did that, that album cover. I didn't know that. I mean, yeah. I knew you did a bunch of them, but I didn't know you did. I mean, I'm such a fan of theirs. That's the coolest one I've done, for sure. Mm-hmm. Hands down. I mean, yeah, it's a great one. It's a cool one. Yeah. There's a stamp did of it Did you right listen there. to the, what is it? There's a rubber stamp of it Oh, right yeah, there? yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's cool. Um, did you listen to the Josh Homme and Iggy album? Uh-huh. Is it good? I keep forgetting to listen to it. Uh, it's good. It, it's, you know, it's... There's nothing that jumps out to me. Okay. It's just, it's, it, it's one of those, it's like, idea, oh, it is what it is. The yeah. idea of it sounds like awesome. He's like, like that. What? Yeah. He's, he just does shit like that. Oh, by the way, if you want fucking awesome playlist Josh Homme's show on Apple Music it's called Alligator Hour it's fucking fantastic really like he the stuff he talks about in between he's like he's, he's funny and the songs he picks dude are all over the map but like the guy has got such an ear for music I found out oh, yeah. some, some really cool shit like old and new from, from that show Alligator Hour and I think you can go back and listen to the old ones they just put them up as playlists and right. so they leave out his, uh, uh, his what does his, Apple his, Music cost a month? Nine ninety nine a month but okay. you get all the music in the world okay and you just click it, and add it's, it's great is it better than Spotify? now they're the, both services are about the same it's like choosing between Verizon and AT&T like once you're with one you're not going to yeah. think about the differences. Like, oh, I don't get coverage here because you're not ever knowing Is there knowing music it. that's like on one that's not on the other? Or is it kind of the same? It's pretty It's pretty much the same. Okay. And it's it, pretty rare for me to find some, to not be able to find something on Spotify. Yeah, same with Apple Music. And the, the very rare exceptions are like 
whenever Neil Young decides he hates the internet mm-hmm. and he'll just be like, oh, all my music's off this thing and he'll right. take it all off, which he just did <laughs> like six months ago. <laughs> uh, but he took it off everywhere. Right. So, and then I think Taylor Swift for a minute was off of Spotify because she was waiting for Apple Music to launch and now I think she's everywhere again. Right. So the, uh, people like that. But outside of that, the, all the uh, all the services have pretty much the same stuff. Did you see Glazer's joke about Jewel? So Jules here at the roast, the mm-hmm. Rob Lowe roast said, Jules here tonight, or as I like to call her, Trailer Swift. Trailer Swift. Trailer yeah. Swift. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She was actually really good on that. Oh, Glazer killed. She's funny. Uh, I mean, Jewel, I mean. Oh, Jewel, yeah. Glazer did good. But Jewel did really, really well. That's good. Considering. Yeah, the non-comic. She's a non-comic. Yeah. She's so cute, too. Still hot. Still hot. Yeah. What's his face? I had a good zinger on her. Uh, he said that uh, Jewel is, has a has an amazing voice, an incredibly sexy vo- body, and a face. And, <laughs> and, and a face. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Carr. Oh, Carr. He's oh, yeah, Jimmy yeah. Carr, man. And a face. And a face. <laughs> I can see his face doing like yeah, like and her laughing. Look. Her laughing at that was and great. And Coulter really looked like. Uh, yeah. She looked like she was not ready for the level that she caught. Every time they showed yeah. her, she looked so uncomfortable. She, she looked like, like uh-huh. she was constantly, like the person next to her was constantly farting. Yeah. yeah. That was the look she had. I don't think she was, I mean, she, just an avalanche of jokes. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. When I mean, everybody had to get a boner when they're like, oh, wait, Ann Coulter's going to be there? Yeah, like literally, yeah. like, are you yeah, serious? I'm in. It just and became... it's just, I don't care who you are. No one likes being made fun of that hard. It gets, it, gets yep, old. Yeah, that is totally true. And apparently, they wrote a bunch of great jokes for her. Yeah, she wouldn't do them. And she wouldn't do them. And then just proceeded to bomb, yeah, to bomb. at a level you wouldn't even... and. Had she done any of the jokes, because you know they posted a bunch, what a bunch of them were, they were really funny and really would have yeah. you know, probably helped her image because you're yeah. like, oh wow, she's kind of making. If fun she would have done well and been funny, like you know what, I hate that lady. If she's fucking good, hey, man, yeah, yeah, she, good, whatever. yeah. At least she get you know has a good sense of humor about herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Nick, what's your next song? But to give her credit, she stuck to her thing. Yeah, be hated. Mm-hmm. Like it just made people people more people would probably watch her bomb. Mm-hmm. Then watch her do fine. Ann Coulter does not give a fuck. Yeah. I mean, it's smart because in real life, there's no way she believes everything she says. She's like a Bill O'Reilly or whatever. she's not going to win any real fans in that form. Yeah, she needs to be polarizing. And she'll sell... She's fucking written 11 books. It's because she's that way. That was one of the Glazer's good jokes. Is that she goes, uh, Ann Coulter's written 11 books, 12 if you count mine. Mine comp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she had a few really, really great ones on her. Uh, my second one... Oh, let's start that over. <laughs> I want the volume louder because every time this would come on, if it was on a playlist, I, just the fucking drums in the beginning, I would just hit the fucking. I'd be like, yes, <laughs> right. Oh, you know, oh yeah, that's yeah. That's good. You're like, yeah, man, you tell him. Jesus, relax. Fuck your God. Now we're doing 75. Yeah, now you're like, okay, calm down, Nick. We're like, I'm sorry. I don't need to be 
Yeah. You're scaring the girl in the car with you. <laughs> Nick, you're not driving safe. So you're like, stop grabbing the door. It's fine. I'm going to jump out. Now I'm doing 90. <laughs> yeah. Who can guess what song that is? <laughs> is it Fuck Your God by Tool? <laughs> no. I don't know the name of the song. I've heard it. It's, uh, I know the song. Um, what, uh, what, what's the name of it? <laughs> I know the name I know, of the song. I know, when you, I know when you say it. It's, uh... Anima Crossaria. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's called Judith. It's by a perfect circle. Perfect ah. circle, that's right. Yeah. Same manager as Perfect Circle for a short time. Oh, really? That's mm-hmm. funny. He had everybody. I They're got cool. Andrea at the Comedy Store tickets to their concert. She did not thank me enough. Isn't half of that band Zwan? I don't know. No. I, thought, I remember Zwan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Billy Corgan. Yeah. 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 One of the guys in, in there went over okay. to Zwan. All right. Yeah. I knew they had some sort of uh, like crossover thing. I thought they was like the bass player and drummer of this. A perfect circle. It might be the bass player. Perfect circle. I think it. I think it was. Let me look it up. It's been a while. Yeah, we weren't friends then, really, Nick. Because you you would have definitely made me get you into something. No, we were friends because I remember you doing that, and I was like, "Oh, that's nice." You would have made me get you into something. <laughs> no, no, I, we were definitely friends when you were at the firm. When you were, I just am not the. Get oh, you me just didn't want to ask to all that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, not. I didn't get Andrea Perfect Circle. I got Tori Amos. That's what it was. Oh, Huge yeah. difference. Huge difference. That's my a brother went. No, I got my brother to go see to the. Or maybe I tried to get him into the Tonight Show when they were on. Yeah, and it didn't work or something. Yeah, we were absolutely friends back then because I remember you telling like I just went to see Kings of Leon. I went to like you Radiohead or that was my accountant. That was uh, yeah, but it was around there. It was because yeah. I was working the phones, and we okay. it was when you were making the shirts for, oh, yeah. for people. That I definitely. I was like, "Can I have one of those?" Do you still have that shirt? Did I just wore it a couple weeks ago? It still holds up because I don't. I know I don't wear it that much because I don't want it to like. Uh, I think it should be fine. But yeah, it still looks great. Huh. I was gonna wear it uh, a couple days ago. Huh. Uh, but yeah, it's coming back into the rotation. Fuck. Because when I wore it a few weeks ago, someone was like, people look at it like, they try and figure out where it's from. Oh. Or like, is that a band? Or is that like a... No. But meanwhile, it's like, they're it's never It's a one of one. Artist proof. It's a one of one. I forgot what happened. To, I think I only made like two or three shirts. Yeah, because you said that you... They just took time. Yeah, I didn't want people wanting them because I... Like you don't like too many. Yeah, if... If I was to make them for people, they'd have to cost like $150 to be worth the time. Well, I think what you ended up saying was like, if you get the shirt, I'll... Because you had made Damn. three or four, and I was like, can I have one? You're like, you're like, if you can get a shirt and it's got to be this sort of material, yeah. I'll do one. And then I think within 24 hours, I'd gone to... <laughs> I was like, I know a place that sells Hanes shirts of different qualities. Yeah. And I went and got one, and then, and then you did. But yeah, you didn't want to do too many, I think was your thing. Because you're like, I like that they're one of one. But I don't want them to. I don't want there to be thirty of them. Yeah, that was floating uh, didn't around make any or sense. whatever. Yeah, classic. Uh, Kevin Christie hates money. Uh, scheme. Scheme. <laughs> yeah. These the people, old reverse Ponzi scheme. The, the old people like this. I should stop doing it immediately. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure, exactly. Sure, right. yeah. yeah. So who are the members? Um, 
Paz, whatever her name is, the girl, the bassist, the yeah. hot one, she went to Zwan. That's what I, I knew yeah. a bass player. Yeah, she's real cute. Uh, Josh Freeze was the drummer. He's he's like a really like well-known session guy. He was in the Vandals and uh, Perfect Circle. I think he plays for Nine Inch Nails now. Mm. He's really, really awesome. My friend Josh was in Nine Inch Nails for a little while. Played bass. That's cool. That's sweet. Yeah. That's got to be such a fucking crazy gig. You got to learn. You say I learned like 40 songs in two weeks when you got the job. I watched Josh Freeze learn a song while the previous song was playing. Because like, hey, you want to... We're at this festival thing. I was like, hey, you want to come drum? Because we were hanging out there. And he's like, hey, you want to come play this song? He's like, well, I don't know the song. He's like, well, just someone pull it up and play it for me. Puts on headphones and listens to it while the the previous song is playing because that's when they'd asked him right before they started the song. He listened to it and then they brought him out and he played it. Fuck. Dude, that's why I he's watched, one of the most in demand. That's insane. Session yeah. That's drummers. what like a, that's how you know there's a there's a, a real difference between people like I think I could be a musician. No, no, no. Yeah. They it's have a like a weird thing. ear thing. Dude, I yeah. when I w- I was in that. Um, it was crazy when yeah. I was your man or whatever it's I forget the name of it but that Bruno Mars song mm-hmm. I was in the video of that mm-hmm. and it was a very small there's only like three people including Bruno Mars in it so there weren't that many of us right and it's really the video is really just him sitting at a piano for the most part yeah so every time they would like be moving cameras around and you would have like 10 minutes he would just had his iPad and would just look up songs on YouTube and just figure them out on the piano in like a minute or two. Dang. Yeah, that's insane. Like he could just hear it and then like within three minutes, he's like full on playing that song that's on piano. That's just that ear. They have like an ear. It's yeah. like different. People, like when you watch someone memorize like a two paragraphs in like a minute, yeah. where you're like, how? It's just you learn. Yeah, it's just a muscle. Yeah, yeah. it is a memorization. Is and a I muscle. don't want to say, by the way, that he, I don't, I don't think, it's not that he had never heard the song. He just didn't know it. So yeah. Maybe if he'd heard it five, 10, 15 times over the last however many years and then listened to it, it's like, it, it could have been something like that. It's but like watching. Profe- either way. It was watching, oh, yeah. when, when you watch professional dancers learn routines, it's yeah. the same thing. They Where watch it like, like twice and then they kind of do it and you're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, was, do that. it was super cool to see. Um, my next song, uh, Speeding Jam, is Movement by LCD Sound System. Huh. It kicks in. Very heavy. I'm a big fan of it. It's also the song I would listen I'm to. I remember that song. I can't think of what song that is. I I'll it. know it when I hear it, I'm sure. You'll know it. <laughs> that was the whole song. Just yeah. It's... I love this song so much. I listen to this when I need energy for telling jokes when I'm sleepy. That's how low energy you are in general. That yeah. This song is getting you crazy. Uh, just wait. <laughs> just wait. It takes a while. <laughs> That's what I like about it's it. It's a 14 minute song. <laughs> it's, an, it's an anthology. 31 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love this song in the car so much. LCD sound system's great, band. Uh huh. Here, it's underrated. Crazy. Underrated. I would say. Yeah. 
I almost think they came along at the wrong, the wrong time. Here it comes. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like the perfect driving speed. Like I wish I could I've never I, I never I, got I, to I see them live. I would give anything to see this song live. They're touring right now. Oh They're, really? Yeah, they just played FYF. Oh you yeah, that I saw. Oh really? Yeah. I've never been to a festival. Of any kind. Of any kind? What do you mean? I've never, never been, been to a festival. music festival. Wow. Really? Yeah. FYF would actually be perfect because it's right down the street. Right. Yeah. And it's like uh, pretty shaded and... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a non-intrusive festival yeah. to Los Angeles. Yeah. Was it it's, always there or was it somewhere no, else? it's moved all over okay. the city. Right. As it's gotten bigger and then just venue problems. But like, yeah, it used to be in like Echo Park. It was this little tiny thing. And they moved it to like a couple different spots downtown. And now it's like near where the Coliseum is. And I think that's where they're going to keep it. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I've never been to a music festival. Yeah, that'd be a good one to go to. And outside lands, just because it's not, it's San Francisco. The weather's always good. But yeah. I mean, you'd have to like go to San Francisco. But yeah, FYF, you should go to next year. Because the bands they get are, are really good too. Yeah, the lamp's always pretty good. Yeah. Don't they have, do they have stand up there too? They used to. Used to. Used to. Yeah. I don't know if they still but do. But when they moved it now, it's like it, they couldn't find a place for it. And then they just haven't done it the last few. I don't think they're going to bring it back. Right. There's gonna be a lot of good shows at that new football stadium once that thing yeah. is finally done. Yeah, you could have like that, massive stadium type bands there. Yeah, that'll be cool. The Staples Center must be kind of pissed. You're, you're doing 90 now. Staples Center sucks for music. I've never seen a show there. Don't. Yeah, it's not the best. Bad acoustics. There's a lot of bad seats. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Nokia, those two, whatever they call them now. Um, those are pretty good. I like that. Yeah, those are more built for it. Yeah, they're this actually wasn't for live like, they, like oh yeah, we could throw concerts in there too. It was like yeah. an afterthought yeah. to yeah. them building a sports arena, and they didn't put any thought into the acoustics. Yeah. Of forums it. better for the like forums. Big. Forums great. Great. Forums they just great. redid it too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I saw fucking. That's where I saw Neil Young. Oh yeah. After they redid it. Yeah. After I saw was, the Kings at the forum, and I got to be in the sound booth. It was great. That's, that's cool. cool. Yeah, that it was, was fucking cool. great. That place was good. Even the I actually I saw Janet Jackson at the forum when I was in high school. That's cool. <laughs> and I was like, I the saw worst her in Chicago seats, when I was in high school. The worst seats, like the back, and it was still like, pretty good. The nation time. It was the Janet looks, tour. I heard she had her ribs removed so she could eat suck her own pussy. dick. <laughs> she could suck her own pussy. <laughs> suck her own dick. <laughs> That's hilarious. The Janet, the new Janet rumors that she always disappears for like a year or so to have a kid. Like she has like secret kids. Secret kids. I yeah. love rumors. Any family would have secret kids. Well, always, like, the always, like, they always have a picture. Like every four years, there's a picture of Janet Jackson, and she's gained like sixty pounds. Right. Yeah. I love good. that it can't be. She has like weight issues. It's like you hear she's having secret babies. I've heard she's like, had secret what is she kids. Doing with them? No, Look up her yeah, secret. Yeah. She doesn't want them to be you know be cursed by it. fame. Rumors. Sh- they don't even have to make any sense. We should really <laughs> do the next time I do this podcast tomorrow. We should do. We should do a whole episode just on rumors we want to start not will, rumors we've uh, heard let's get some rumors going so everyone on the I, podcast will you can come over tomorrow we each make up three rumors I had yeah. this idea earlier where I was like when you when we were we brought up the eight, the rumor mill production company I was like I'm going to start a, a, a podcast where it, you just make up rumors yeah like uh, uh, that's what it's you just do that yeah you bring over like, a guest and you just start a rumor 
and then you like just expand on it and then release the episode and hope that some of them stick. And one segment of the podcast can be you actually cold calling people around town. Just like, hey, have you heard that uh, David oh, Spade got his dick shortened? Or whatever the fuck. <laughs> 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 stupid shit. I wonder if there's a liability issue there. Yeah, there is. That's why they you said to have it be about pe- but like, people what, we know. What? Is everything slander? Like, what if, if it's, like, what if it's like a good rumor? It has to your, a good rumor. It has to threaten your career. And it ha- if it's obvious parody. That's what, yeah. If it's like, this is a comedy By podcast. By the way, you only have to cold call David Taylor, and that shit is disseminated. Pretty much. All right, yeah. 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 <laughs> like, 20 minutes later, like, CNN's like, breaking news! <laughs> yeah. yeah, David, 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 David Smith David 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 <laughs> Oh, and man. he just spades just like he's like yeah. I don't yeah. even know it's still it's still huge but I had to get or some... cut two spade going like I don't know how people found out man yeah, yeah. Well, and it's totally true it's totally true actually yeah. I just had some length taken out I didn't really get it shortened yeah, yeah, that is girth. getting it shortened yeah. the girth. Uh, sex type thing stone temple pilots Oh. Well, Stone Temple Pilots. Fuck yeah. There is no scenario by which I thought I would be told they stoned. For sure. You want to. Uh, we talked th- about that after What's His Name Died. We were talking about great STP songs. Yep. That's right. I call him Dude, STP. This is begging for a speeding ticket. Right at the gate. I had this record. Who didn't? Oh, Everyone. Did. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Dude, drugs destroyed this guy. You want to know a fun fact about SCP? Uh, Brett Kilroy, art director, who loved everyone. The one person he said was an asshole, Scott Weiland. I was. Oh, of course. I was super stoked Scott Weiland died before Brett because that would have fucking sucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That guy. He was like, oh, that guy is an asshole. Oh, I'm sure. Brett used to have to go to his rehab to show him album comps for what was the Velvet Revolver. Oh, Velvet Revolver. He did drive yeah. to his fucking Velvet rehab. Velvet was great. To show him album, like my sketches for the Velvet Revolver cover that got turned down by Scott Weiland. That's cool, though. <laughs> the fact he that like, you he created was a something fucking that, asshole. <laughs> yeah, who got the last laugh though? Yeah, he was yeah. just like a He's dead. Yeah. Well, after he died, I remember his one of his ex-wives were like, "Don't turn this guy into a hero. He was a piece of shit." And there was like, "Whoa." I remember that, that whole giant article she wrote yeah, about. Yeah, she was like, "This guy was a bad, bad father dude. he was." Yeah. He was like, just fucking destroyed, yeah. Yeah. He just drugs ate him up, man. I mean, you eventually hit a point with uh where it just becomes you. Yeah. Whatever was in there that was good is just not even accessible anymore. Yeah, yeah he was more heroin than other stuff at some point. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, a human. Yeah, yeah. That, that had kicked out the... the Scott Weiland was in the passenger seat for a while, and yeah. then drugs was like, get out of the car. Yeah, yeah. you're not even and allowed now, in here. Yeah, yeah. We're going to drive this thing right off, off the cliff. cliff. Yeah, exactly. 100% exactly. right. Exactly. Uh, that'd be a good rumor. Scott Weiland drives off a cliff. <laughs> right. Didn't he already die a long time ago? It's like, yeah. I don't know. This is a rumor, man. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're not fact-checking this I don't know. I just heard it. Yeah, Michael Jackson alive again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, came back to life. <laughs> oh, Tupac stays alive. Yeah. I wish. Oh, dude, that'd be great. Um, uh, what's your next one, Nick? Uh, let me pause this. But yeah, I agree. That's a that's a speedy. Yeah, one that's right a hot there. one. He's got a lot of them. 
Yeah. STP. Yeah, that they were a early. good band. Dude, they were great. Yeah, yeah they, they were, were good. They band. really were great. Even mm-hmm. as derivative as they were, they were good. As a he was man. a charismatic front man. Great yeah. front man. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lost art form. A I good agree. charismatic front man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the Mick Jaggers, the What is this? I don't know if I know this. I don't know this song, but I'm into it. I already like it. This is good shit. This could be skinny white guys or Japanese girls. Oh, yeah. It could easily be Japanese girls. I hope it's Japanese girls. That is a band called the Blood Brothers. Great name for a band. Good band name. They were so good, too. And uh, the song is called Set Fire to the Face on Fire. (laughs) And they are fucking fantastic. God bless you people. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, they're like post-hardcore, obviously. Um, But they, I discovered them once years back. They opened for the Mars Volta at the Palladium. Oh, perfect. And I went, I'm like, Blood Brothers, that sounds cool. And like, I looked up a song or two and I was like, whoa. And then I saw them and I was like, What kind of band? Like, big, small, how many people? Oh, I think it was like four or something. What says here? You know what this reminds you of? Did you ever like The Refused? Refused was good, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I liked The the Refused was like, we're just like, yeah, heavy, hardcore, fast, lots of screaming and Scandinavian. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot of anger in Scandinavian music. Well, you're, there's, there's like this weird societal norm that keeps you kind of. You know, what's really weird is that they, we were talking about what we went from STP and grunge to this, and we were talking about FYF. So they're from Seattle, the Blood Brothers, and then the same year, refused reunited at FYF. I saw them that year, and then I think Blood Brothers was there that year, too. Oh, no, it was, uh, I'm sorry, it was the next year. So I saw them reunite there, uh-huh. and they were fucking awesome, dude. Those bands must be hard to be in, because the level of energy you have to have to play live. Gotta be. It's gotta be you, an exhausting it's gotta yeah. end be of the night. Being the front man, where you're like, fuck, do I have it was it like right the now? first song they played. By the end of it, they were like, clothing was off, they were yeah. sweating. Yeah. It looked like the end of a set. Yeah, and people were losing their minds. It's like Go Go Bordello. Uh, it's another like, good example. Yeah. There's, no, like, there's no off show. Like, all right, guys, let's all go out and be nonstop the whole time. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, but Blood Brothers are fucking awesome, dude. Live. And, oh yeah, live and just the music, like the song. It's like songs like that. The album cover is cool. I have one of their shirts. Um, that I got from that show that has like cool artwork on it. But the the um, Young Machetes is the name of the album that this is on, and the album cover is cool. These guys know great how to name, name oh, dude, dude. They're so great. God, they know how to name stuff. I yeah. like. I have like a lot of like fake or dumb band names. Like I have just like a file on my phone that I just <laughs> every time I think I'm on. And uh, and sometimes when you think of a good band name, and then. Uh, like a first album for it too. Uh, and one of the ones that's what it just reminded me of it. Um, future funerals, electric machete. <laughs> I love that. Completely valid. Like yeah. it future funerals. even sound that fake. Yeah. Future funerals. Yeah, I know it's what a great. Fucking- so these are some of the other songs. T- laser life. Um, you're the dream unicorn. Did you just say laser muff? Laser life. Oh, laser muff uh, would be so great. This one's also we we ride skeletal lightning. 
Mm. It's a great song name. Mm-hmm. Johnny Ripper, huge gold AK-47. <laughs> They're just fucking awesome, dude. They're super cool. But yes, okay, that was my whatever. Um, my last speeding ticket song is by the MC5, mm-hmm. and it's Kick Out the Jams. This is this is it. a fucking classic. To say MC, it's a classic is 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 not even MC five uh influential to Detroit bands like influential Iggy Pop like they, Blood Brothers, Mars Volta, all these yeah. like sort of Yeah. If you read the uh, the great book called Please Kill Me, it's about like the history of punk and it's about like all the Detroit punk the jams, I mean <laughs> Yeah. To the book. Uh, the book is called "Please Kill Me." It's like the, it's a, it's a oral history of punk, and Detroit specifically. A lot of it takes place, and it's about just Iggy Pop and all these guys being like, "No, no, we loved the MC5, and when we saw them, we were like, what in the fuck is that?' Everybody's we need that. to do this. Like, what is that? Mm. Yeah. All those guys were like, "Holy shit, man." MC5 was also a huge political band, and like, like you know, they had t- they were about protests, being, and they got shut down all the time. They were serious. Yeah, MC5 was really good. Yeah, but that's one that'll you can do a lot to that song. Yeah, it's always interesting when like there's like not like a, a, a necessarily a movement in music or something like that, but when there's an entire spectrum of famous artists that you respect and like and when all of them all, all agree that like oh no this this yeah. other th- well it, MC5 also didn't like last very long and it kind of it, it was a, like a real hot moment that came and went but mm-hmm. then like from them everyone's like oh no no there was nobody as good like they those guys blew doors on all of us like mm-hmm. they fucking lit rooms on fire it's the way you hear people talk about like bad brains or like no no you don't understand like at the time back then there was nothing like it. Like these guys exploded everything, mm-hmm. and everyone after that was like, "Holy shit! What the hell was that?" Yeah, bad. I mean, brains. if you're the if you're one of the people three that inspired albums Iggy Pop, three years they were like in and out of there. Yeah, yeah, in and out. Yeah, I think one of them went to jail. Better have, of course. <laughs> unless he's a, unless they're pussies. I think one of them went to jail for like kind of a while on some like real shit. Like murder. Like maybe he robbed a bank or something. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> I love when like Swedish and like Norwegian death metal bands, like they try and compete with who's more metal. And then like one of them once like burned down a church. Like oh, yeah, that one. Crazy they were burning shit. down churches. And then they interviewed the yeah. guy who goes, all churches should be burnt down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's they just try awesome. to out metal each yeah. other. Well, it's that one dude, so funny. there's that one Swedish death or Norwegian death metal band where the one guy killed the guitar player and ate his brain. That's metal, bro. Yeah, dude, if you're eating brains, that's that's pretty metal. Yeah. Non-apologetic. All churches should be bounced down. You're like, yeah. okay, Gorth, thanks, yeah. Gorth, yeah. Gorgoroth. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they always have those fucking names. So many fucking umlauts and fucking yeah. dashes and shit above their every yeah. vowel. Did Brian Swanken hit a nun in the face? Yeah, <laughs> really? You so don't like say. Him. I didn't try to learn a single name in Scandinavia. I was like, "What was your name again?" Krinsternt. All right, Chris, it is. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna call you Sea Dog. Is that cool? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh yeah, unlearnable. <laughs> yeah, How many ends are in it? Eleven ends. Yeah. Yeah. That was the origin of the nickname. It had to be in that country. There like, more H's is... in the, in your last name than I have days left alive. <laughs> Four. Four. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, is it me or you? Who is it? Uh, if it's me, uh, Dead Sarah Weatherman. Dead Sarah, huh? Okay. That song fucking, the start of that thing, it's like, it's like, um, they're like if uh, uh, Rage Against Machine had PMS <laughs> and pussies. Um, this is a good song. This is begging for a speeding ticket. It's a good video. Yeah, this is, this is solid. Speeding ticket. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're getting a ticket. This makes me want to buy like a a Chevy Malibu. An old one. And just wrap it around a tree. Just get an El Camino, a primered El Camino. <laughs> <laughs> I, dude, I, cra- I totaled an El Camino. Did you? Yeah. What, what year? Uh, was the car, what year was, uh, did it happen? Um... Like a, I don't even know, 80s maybe, I 70s. Love 80s El Camino. Yeah. Uh, just accordion the front <laughs> whole section. Well, all it was was a fucking engine and a cab and then that fucking ridiculous bed. It was like a wagon with yeah. an engine. Yeah. It was like a little kid's wagon. Crazy, a motorcycle with a crate on the back of it. 100%. I love those cars. If I had money, I'd buy an El Camino, a brown Dude, metallic my f- El Camino. My, my dream car is either a 64 through 66 El Camino. I really? w- oh yeah, it was like the Midwest. Was, we're talking about classic cars on the show. Though was it like, wasn't oh, my, car, my car; it was my boss's car, and I was driving it, like making deliveries for work. I was like mm-hmm. a high school job, mm-hmm. and like so, it's like you know J- January or some shit, and then you know you drive and you're like you know 20 miles an hour and you're slowing down for the stop sign, and it's just black ice on the road, and so it's like. Your tires aren't moving, yeah. but you're still doing 30. Yeah. You're just <laughs> sliding right through the stop sign. like, And it's the weirdest feeling. You're California boys. We're definitely going to hit something here. Where you're like, okay. <laughs> like, there's nothing I can do. Yeah. Like, I have completely stopped the tires from moving, and we are still, you know, and just right into the back of somebody. When and it I just was- folded the front, whole front up. And it, it was still drivable. When I was in high school... I used to go to this dude's apartment for art lessons, me and my friend Travis, and he lived with these two chicks, and one of them got picked up for a date in an El Camino, and the guy had it chopped. So, the it, dude, this thing was... And I remember we all went and looked at it, and we went back upstairs, and the one girl's, that's a clean fucking ride. And I was like, yeah. wait, girls like old cars? Yeah. 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 There's nothing hotter than a like a hot girl in a classic car or truck. Oh, dude, makes it. the car more attractive and the girl more attractive. Oh, yeah. yeah. Forget it. Almost makes her unattainable to me. Yeah, you're like, yeah, in a weird uh, way. You're I'm like, like you're nah, too cool. she ain't got nothing time for a guy like me. Yeah, 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 yeah she's yeah. got bigger fish to you're fry. Like, oh, man, who do I got a fist fight to date this girl? Exactly. Yeah. Tell Josh yeah, probably her. to say hi. <laughs> <laughs> probably her. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 100% probably yeah. her. Yeah. Hey, what's your name? Just punches you in the face. You're like, ow. I'm like, hey, yeah. is it Cindy? <laughs> right. Yeah. Do you like rancheros too or just El Caminos? Uh, no. I like rancheros. I never really got into them. I like them because they're kind of smaller. Like I didn't like the, de- as... the design. I, don't, I, did, I just didn't like the design. Because to me, they're just like a Ford Falcon with a back. Yeah. 
I was never into it, thing. especially the later Rancheros. But the later ones got a little weird. But when I used to build little model cars, I built an El Camino, like a '65 El Camino, and I chopped and dropped, like I customized yeah. the fucking thing because I was building the car I was eventually gonna get. Mm. Um, yeah, I've always had, and I don't know why, because there's not a lot of room. It's two seats. Oh, a lot of room. There's not a lot of power. Yeah. Well, they had but a they 327. They look so weird and so fucking cool. But when they're lowered and chopped, they look about as tough as they can, as you can get. Like yeah, they're, fu- they're really cool. The front grill on the 65 and the 66 is great because it's the Malibu grill. Yeah, they're boxy and yeah. yeah, they're cool. That era of Chevy, 64 through 67 era of Chevy is kind of unbeatable. A Nova 2. Dude, all those. Oh, the Nova. The Chevy Nova 2 67 is so cool looking. You know a car you never see anywhere? And it'd be a very unique car to see around. Is DeLorean. The, the DeLorean. You see DeLoreans every now and then. Saw one at Starbucks yeah, last week. The Pacer. Oh, the Pacer. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like driving a... It's like being on the inside of an empty fishbowl. Yeah. Right, right, right. I yeah. mean, it's like... Oh, it's so rounded. It's like the that's... Wayne's yeah. World car. Is that what they had in Wayne's World? Or was that a Gremlin? It was a gremlin. That was a gremlin. Are they yeah, the they same thing? What year pacer are you talking about? I mean, they didn't even make them that long. God, the glass. There can't even be that many Can you imagine years how many of fucking re- like rear glass, like rear windshields. Were I mean, the broken? car company that wasn't even around that long. Um, let's see. Let's see. Was the pacer the brand of car? No, AMC is who AMC. AMC. That's what it was. Oh yeah, the AMC pacer. What a dude! Yeah. They're almost the same car, I think. Yeah, look at that yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. shit. They're so sweet, funny dude. looking. They're just piles of shit. No, they just... were not well made. Hell no! But if you rolled up in one of those, look at that giant back. Yeah, they made it onto Time Magazine's fifty worst cars of really? all time. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely want one now. At least was the but... Ford Pinto also the same kind of piece of shit. Yeah, they were Pinto and Gremlin were always like. So they were like brother and sister, like worst cars ever. I think my dad had a Pinto at one point. Wow, they really went for it with this one. Yeah. Look at that one. They really souped that one up. It's funny. Like so stupid. Yeah. Pintos weren't as bad no, looking. But they were still bad. Yeah, they were pieces of shit. The Ford Festiva? They were just ugly. I had a Festiva. Yeah. Briefly. <laughs> that was yeah. like the American version of what became the Toyota Echo. I had a Festiva when I was in high school and I fucking, uh, I used to treat that car like such shit. Yeah. Just, oh, that's really funny. Just because like, why not? Like I got it like real cheap and whatever. A Pacer but I, cop car. That's hilarious. <laughs> a Pacer police car. <laughs> Dude, but I used to do dumb shit with that car to just fuck my friends up. Yeah. Like right. you would like, oh, hang on, man. I got to do something real quick. If you don't mind, I got to run an errand. And then you would pull into like the, um, like the Ralph's parking lot equivalent when it's all just like snow everywhere and I'll just fucking floor it in this fucking car yeah. and just start mowing down all the shopping carts that are just <laughs> in there fucking because you go real fast in the snow and just slam on the brakes and just slide hook slide into these shopping carts they would just go flipping over the fucking car uh, I said this uh, this like a handgun <laughs> sorry start over I know yeah, and, and I would gun. walk out like we would all like go to a restaurant or whatever in like high school you know you hang out at, like a pizza place all night or whatever and then I would just come out and be like uh, you know because only two of us would drive all of us you know whatever yeah. whoever had driver's license I'm like alright who's riding with me uh, get in this car this one's mine and I pull the gun out and just start shooting holes into it <laughs> <laughs> and it 
going to scout like he's shooting holes into his own car. Oh, that's so funny, dude. That was the best, dude. I destroyed that car. But eventually I took out a mailbox and like just flipped it in a, a like a ravine ditch. Yeah. Oh, no way. They, they, it was just Axel unfixable after that. Something. That car was, I mean, that car, you could park that car on your couch. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was such a little, it was like a roller skate. My mom called it the roller skate. <laughs> That's She's like, hey, you taking so the roller skate out? It's so when you have a car you know isn't resellable. So it's you're just like, I'm going to drive it till it breaks. Yeah. Yeah. My friend Max had a station wagon. It was like an old Pontiac. And the thing was like 30 feet long. And he used to just run into walls every once in a while because yeah. the bumper was so strong. Yeah, those old steel cars, it's like you could just kick them and crash them. Oh. And like, it just didn't matter. <laughs> Dude, my buddy used to have this old Lincoln when we were in high school. You always have shitty cars in high school unless you're rich. Right. Right. Um, you know, you're like, wow, you can get a car for 800 bucks? Dope. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? Hey, I remember one of my friends got one for like three fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. The guy, the guy was just like, I mean, it works, and that was that, that was, was it. That's deal. That's what he said. What kind of car you got? It works. It works. Yeah. Is that a brand of car? Yeah. He had this old Lincoln, and if you turn the heat on, you could see fire coming out of the actual like, like a real fire. If you turn the heat uh, on high, I'm like, where's the fire coming from in the inside of your car? Right, right. right Dude, right. don't turn on high. The flames will come out. I had a Toyota. We should light cigarettes with the fucking. I had a Toyota Camry. It just wouldn't start for a reason that wasn't like a normal. It would just make a noise. Like I, I turn on it and go, and then I'd be like, all right, can't use the car today. I literally would just like, oh, today it's not gonna work. Yeah, it's the worst. My friend used to start his Buick Skylark with a flat flathead screwdriver. Oh yeah, a buddy of mine used to have one of those. It was just jammed in the thing. Yeah, classic move. That was a fucking huge indestructible car. Big. When you were in it, you're like, we could crash into a brick wall and we would win against the wall. Oh yeah. Like it just. What fell. kind of car was it? Uh, '69 Skylark. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was just a big fat fucking. A guy following like, Instagram. Green. It was just a wreck. Was selling a uh, Buick Riviera the other day, and it wasn't Those that expensive. Cool. And it was like what year? Like. You know, 70s, 80s. So it was the lowrider era. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, and it wasn't that expensive. You could tell he'd worked on it, but like, it wasn't done. It just ran. But yeah. he needed to, you know, I think his, his guy's got How kids. How much was it? It was 4500 bucks, man. That's not bad. It's not bad for what you're getting. Yeah. yeah. If a car works and it was even remotely cool looking, I was like, dude, that thing looks all right, man. Yeah. It's your weekend car. Yeah, exactly. All right, my last one. A lot of pressure on you here, Nick. Um, <laughs> this one, I... Pushing up daisies by Ween. Right. <laughs> no, it just pops into my head when I'm already speeding. Oh, uh, wow. If I'm like cutting through, you know, traffic on like a freeway where you're like darting around. Oops, sorry, 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 sorry. It's obviously not. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, it does that. That's hilarious. And then at, by the end, it like in my head too, it even goes back down to regular Mario. Yeah. Like, and it goes, dit, 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 dit. Dude. Yeah. But that will go through my head when I'm like weaving in and out trying to get somewhere. Is this the music when you get the special flower and you the can run faster? Star power, yeah. Yep. Thank Invi- you. Yeah. Invincibility, whichever one you call it. The song is called Starman. Right. Is it? <laughs> yeah. But while I was doing that, because I was having trouble coming up with, I only got four. And then I was like, I need a fifth. So I was looking around 
for another cartoon sort of sound that I hear sometimes in my head. I couldn't find one, but what I did find was like this playlist someone came up with that's just called Warner Brothers Cartoon Sound Effects. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I knew you'd love it. And it's just like... <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh. And there's so many of them. That last... That sound? That's it. what it sounds like when I come. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep, that's the sound. Yeah. Great, dude. I love it. The best. There's so many. That's Scooby Doo running, them turning a corner. Yeah, it's all of them. That's a whole that those foley artists. That that's first such a one is art. Flintstones for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's co- yeah, coconuts. That sound. That sound. This is what it sounds like. That's when I get hard. Takes a while. That's yeah, I know. Yeah, that's a sound of, that's a, that's a, that sounds like Dexter like preparing a room for murder. <laughs> is it right? Yeah, it's like shrink to, wrapping a body. It's called balloon stretching, I guess. Is what mm. This one. You remember as a kid how when you go to the movies, they, at least in LA, they had like a thing about foley artists before the movie. Yeah, I love it was that. The L.A. Times Magazine. Thing. Yeah, I used to love no those. Way. And they'd have a guy. He he would take a bunch of like for for punching noises, take a bunch of celery and wrap it in a chamois. Yeah. Or maybe he hit the chamois with celery, but it showed those guys like falling and making the. I noises love those little those little. Awesome. That's such a lost art form with like the computer age and all that sort of thing. I actually, I I want to say that I talked to a guy that was like, it isn't anymore because. While yes, you have like these millions of banks of like sound effects. It's hard; you can't get them to match in the right time. It's like you can find a million sounds of footsteps, but you can't get them at the right pace. At the right, it, it's too much looking. He's like, so actually, we still use. Um, that's why they, people still use loop groups. And the, you know what a loop group is? Hmm. A loop group is this secret society of show business. I'm already in. You get like five people. You're a loop group, and you get paid. You all get paid like a day session, like the same as if you like guest star, like a thousand bucks, and you do all the background talking and walking sounds of scenes. So like you know they tell the extras like guys no talking, and then they run the lines, and then a loop group comes in. They all just like talk. Hey, you guys are in a hospital, and they just all talk to each other and do all the noises. Yeah, and they work like a day at a time. And they all make. They're really secretive. Because they don't want anyone like breaking in and stealing their sessions. I've walked in to do loop lines and a loop group's been there and they looked at me like I walked in on them fucking. They were just like, uh, like, uh, hi. Really? Yeah, because it's like. I've, it, n- I've never even heard of this. It's about Have you heard five, of this? It's no. like five people and they make all like the, the background talking and, and walking and, and stuff noises. Wow. Yeah. Let's start a loop group, it's guys. It's a good job. Like a lot of actors make like most of their living doing it while in between jobs. Wow, I never yeah, even heard of I that. I like this one. There's one where it's like you you right when you get hit in the head. Yeah. Oh, dizzy, yeah, yeah, dizzy yeah, birds, yeah. but I yeah. can't I can't find. But dude, I just went down a fucking which is why I couldn't find a fifth song. There's one I saw this playlist that was all 80s TV show theme songs. That was good. I, oh yeah. That one was a good reminiscent it's, one. It's, it's 
the ABC voiceover guys from the 60s clearing their throats before they have to talk. It's the B-roll, and it's them. Most of them just say curse words. So it's guys going, ah, shit, suck fuck. All right, one, two, shit, god damn it, fuck, we're getting fucked here. Like, it's cursing with these beautiful voices. Right? It's great. I'm looking that up right fucking now. ABC announcers, like, cursing, throat clearing. Those, like, all those are always good. Like, Chris Berman having a meltdown. It was on a CD. Casey Kasem meltdown. uh, Celebrities at their worst. And it was, it was a. B-roll of celebrities being assholes. The Casey Kasem one's on there. The Orson Welles fish sticks Orson commercial. Orson Welles, yeah. Uh, 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 who else is on there? Casey, uh, not um, Colonel Sanders not being able to get the voiceover right for a KFC spot is a great one. Oh. Tommy Lasorda shitting on his team. How bad they were. He's like, fucking... Run. He goes, Steve Sachs couldn't hit it with a fucking oar out there today. Sucked. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm freaking out. There, do you remember the Chicago Cubs coach Lee Elia? Of course. Lee Elia goes on the radio and is shitting on Cubs fans who come to day games because they don't have jobs because they were booing. He's like, he's like, these assholes, you're going to fucking boo? Everyone else in the world is working. You're in the middle of the day. You're at a Cubs game. He keeps going, <laughs> my fucking ass. <laughs> and uh, then, like, they inter- I had a... Uh, my buddy worked at uh, P.O.P. Sound mm-hmm. and was doing like voiceovers for like, you know, commercials and shit. Mm-hmm. And they were auditioning the Chevy Blazer uh, voiceover, which went to, I believe, Sam Shepard. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Gary Busey auditions for it <laughs> and shows up like an hour and a half late, of course. virtually hammered. <laughs> And doesn't get it. Now, keep in mind, it's like a $4 million gig. Doesn't, <laughs> doesn't get it. Doesn't get it. But I have a copy of the edited best of his audio for it. No way. And it's so hilarious that I sent it to Howard Stern. Oh, wow. And Baba Booey calls me like 6 in the morning. And he's like, hey, it's Gary Whoa. Delabate. From the, and I'm like, no way. He goes, yep, uh, we got the, your CD. Thanks for sending that. Uh, I played it for Howard. He absolutely loved it. And we when he used it on air, we got to know where you get it, how you obtained it. I go, oh, you're not gonna like this. <laughs> yeah. you know, you're pretty much not gonna be able to use it. Yeah, but I definitely thought you guys would think it's hilarious. And right. dude, he's and me and him have been quoting this for twelve years. Yeah, all the different uh, the new Chevy Blazer, greatest SUV in the fucking universe. <laughs> yeah, there's your other take. How you like that, dude? He's <laughs> like, like, um flirting with the girl in Detroit on conference call like I the Chevy it. girl. Wow. Carol, what do you look like? How'd you like a backstage pass to my imagination? <laughs> Direct quote. Dude, I love Dude, that line. Lebanese, you're a Lebanese woman? Uh, You know, uh, they have a lot of cockroaches over there in Lebanon. Dude, it's the... And That's all amazing. of his takes, he won't... like. Uh, I love it. Uh, this is horrible writing for the... Uh, just, uh, just for... Uh, <laughs> a lot of that. I mean, dude, he has a full blown. All right, this is stupid. Uh, <laughs> break time, break time. Let's take a break. Oh my! And he God. just leaves. Like he's an hour late. He does it for five minutes. Then he leaves. Then he comes back in. All right, let's suck these cheeseburgers down two ways from Tuesday. 
Like, there's so many great quotes in this thing. I'll, I'll get you guys a copy of it. Yeah, I want to hear that. Please. 15 minutes long, wonderful, <laughs> of how entitled he is. I love it. Can show up two hours late, drunk, to a fucking voiceover audition that would pay you four million bucks. Right. Shit on it the entire time and then leave. And then when he leaves, oh my well, God. I think we had a magic thing here. I think we really did something great, you guys. Uh you know, I hope you guys like <laughs> what I did. So I walked in a little bit late. Sorry for some of the profanity. I mean, he uh, talks about fucking this girl. He talks about it. squirting the walls. He ta- wow. He goes bonkers for the whole thing. And then at the end, I think we had did something really good here. <laughs> they all had to be like. Just horrified. Yeah. Like, what in the fuck just happened? And that's just like a typical day for Gary Busey. You that's what think. Well, you can't get away with that shit now in the same way, but that's how it just used to fucking be. Yeah, if you were just famous, put up with that. you could walk around the world being a in fucking tolerable asshole. All he does is talk about the glory days in it too. Yeah. Uh, in one of the Lethal Weapon films, uh, me and Mel had a had a fight sequence that was uh, it's it's. No, it's unrivaled to the to the day. Well, like he that, still is on that like, CD. Jack Palance is you hear him, but you can't hear the other person. All of a sudden, you hear him go, "Oh, you love everything. You love everything." That's not like nothing. After <laughs> forty years in the business, I have no idea who you are, lady. Wow! <laughs> He's wow. like, wow, you're a dickhead. Yeah, you can yeah. really tell Busey's a Orson dick. Welles can't get the line because the, the line is like crumb crisp coating. And He's like crumb crisp. This is awful writing. He's like, I've never had anything like this in Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we should have done this one first. Which one first? The the songs that make you are gonna make you cry. Why? Well, I don't know. I mean that that one's easier. It was easier. I I, I, I did those in like a second. I actually didn't have that many. These were not the sad ones were not easy for me. I don't have lots of them. Yeah, it's, I, some of them like aren't even like because one like I, I, I had a weird one, and actually it's the one that made me think of the category, which was uh, <laughs> "Man in the Mirror," Michael Jackson. Ah, uh, right. there's angles where if I could hear that, and I, I feel if, even if I'm like proud or having a sense of accomplishment or anything like that, there yeah. are parts of that song where I'm like. Oh man, am I choking up right now? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, where did that come from? I don't know where that just came from. Yeah. Right, right, right. Mine are like that, where they, they they're surprise ones, where you're like, I like this song. Wait, oh, I'm crying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, or yeah. Like a commercial sometimes, where you're like, wait, am I about to cry during this commercial? Yeah. Like they come out of nowhere. Uh huh. Um. All right, Kevin, you go first. My first sad one is Bill Withers' "Lean on Me." Uh, I love that. Oh song. sure. I, uh-huh. I that's one. Because in terms of thinking of them, I thought, like, what songs, when they come on, I'm like, turn that shit off right now. I don't have time for this shit. Uh Uh-huh. But I love this song. It's just, like, the one of the best songs ever. Uh And I don't think I cry sadness, like, oh, I lost. But it's just, like, life's fucking hard, man. And, like, you need friends. And if you have them, it's nice. You're lucky. You're lucky. If you have them, you're lucky. Yeah. But fuck, dude, this song is, this, I mean, this is a masterpiece. And what a classic voice, too. Oh, forget it. His voice sounds like a bunch of instruments. Sounds like an organ and mm. like like a low, a low viol, a viola in the back. Like, it's deep. His voice is like super thick. Yeah, thick voice. Yeah. It's like you're listening to his voice on vinyl all the time. 
Yeah, smooth, thick voice. Yeah. And that piano progression is so perfect. So good. I feel like a lot of like elementary school choirs had to sing this. Yeah. Because that one part with the clapping. Right. This is one of those like always will be associated with this song for his entire existence. Yeah, you can't. This is this song is such a home run. It's calling it. It's, you can't call it a classic. It's too transcendent. I saw um, uh, Boy George was interviewed on some talk show recently, and they were like, "Do you get sick of Karma Chameleon? Do you get sick of performing it now, even at this age?" He goes, "Oh dear God, no." Yeah. He goes, that song paid for multiple homes for me. Yeah. I'm very grateful for that song. I think artists come around to their hits. Like, you know what? This was a good... I wrote a good goddamn song. Yeah, my entire life is from that. Yeah. It's like... You know? I imagine some, some certain artists are like, you're a one-hit wonder. Like, yeah, but that song is fucking good. My one hit is a banger. And the other ones just eventually get around when they get past the song, then they yeah. can come back and appreciate it. Because yeah. for a while, like they're tied to it, and everyone's like, "Do the song, do the song." And they're like, "I have other shit." And then once yeah. they get, they prove that, then they go, "All right, I'll play Free Fallen every single time." Yeah, I'm on stage. When, or, it, I mean, when you see the whatever. like, what fifty thousand people be like, "Yes," it, I don't care. How many times you sing? You're like, this feels yeah. pretty good. You two is actually a great example of they will just fucking crank out all the hits because they've proven themselves over every single one with another one and another one where they're just like, yeah, we'll play every song you want to hear mm-hmm. and we'll fucking do it happily and yeah. we'll make a billion dollars on the tour. Right. I was talking to with Benji the other day, Flalo, kind of a unique friend of ours. And he's like, I'm just so tired, man. I just don't feel like doing anything. I just... I'm just in a mood where I just hate audiences right now and all this. I'm like, you know, it's so funny that like we that, maximum we work one hour a day. A lot of times it's 12 minutes yeah. of like, okay, so for 12 minutes, man, you just have to hunker down and you can say whatever you want into a microphone to these people. Right. You know what I mean? You just have jokes. You It's like, yeah. you're not digging a a hole with a post hole digger yeah. for nine hours a day. We were, you don't get blisters. I was in, I was in Tahoe last week and the, so since it's a casino gig, the entire show is one hour mm-hmm. and normally it's one show a night, but they were doing two on Saturday. Uh, and we were pissed that we were, <laughs> that there had we're like, what, two shows. Meanwhile, all day long is we're on vacation. Yeah. And then we have to do a total of like 40 minutes. Our sets are so short. The whole show's an hour. It's three comedians. So you're doing 20 minute sets each or something? Yeah, yeah. Twice. And we're like, fuck this shit. And we're still out of there before midnight. And we're like, this is stupid. You work a total of 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. With a yeah. hour long break in yeah. between your two yeah. 20 minute stings. Yeah. Not to mention the free steak dinner that I ate right before. There's also <laughs> a Cinnabon in the casino. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we're just like, ugh. That casino has a decent food court. Getting yeah. paid like what mo- like would, t- would take 40 hours a week for somebody to. Yeah, yeah, that, that work, gig pays pretty good. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's so funny. It's just like whatever you're 
your world is you just become desensitized even sure. if you factor in that night you made as much as someone who did a full eight hours at a UPS store and hated every second oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. probably more without yeah. a steak dinner yeah didn't get right. free food yeah even like you know your first world problems are problems when that's the world you know a hundred percent yeah yeah so it's a relative thing sure yeah but yeah and, and much like Benji I'm sure and, and all this like later on we go yeah I shouldn't be complaining but in the moment you're like ugh of course you know? it is ridiculous um which one this one is one that I don't it doesn't it's not like a total it's not a crying song but there was a time where I did <laughs> like I heard it a few times I'm like this is profoundly so sad and I remember once I listened to it like 20 times in a row mm-hmm. and it was like I couldn't go to sleep I was like up and really depressed and like anxious and it was like 5 or 6 in the morning and I couldn't and I was super miserable and then this song came on and I just started crying <laughs> and then I listened to it like literally 20 times in a row and then like I fell asleep or something and then for like a year or more I was afraid to listen to it because of what was going to happen and then it ended up being, and I saw that it, when I was playing it today, I was like in a coffee shop. I'm like, is shit going to go down if I play this song? <laughs> yeah, this is the funniest. But it did. It did. Really? For no reason. Wait, 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 wait. Saran Duran. Saran Duran. What the I fuck is this? I don't know. I don't know. The Avenue. Something about it. When the chorus kicked, and that's when I was like, oh my god, what's wrong with I literally was like, what's wrong with me right now? I love Duran Duran. Oh, yeah, they're great. I was obsessed with Duran Duran as a kid. I had a headband. Duran Duran, yeah. Named after a Barbarella film. Really? There was a villain whose name was Duran Duran. Hmm. This is the one I was like, I was like, no. <laughs> I can't believe I know. it. It's so funny that that got you of it really, anything. And it was so fucking weird. I was like, what the fuck? Love Duran Duran. Great song. I don't know what, and it clearly wasn't the song. It was like whatever mood I was feeling. And this is like sort of sentimental sounding. It could have been another song that came on at that moment. And I would have been like, this is so sad and beautiful. But yeah, ordinary world. And I still think about that night whenever this song comes on. And I was like, man, I was not in a good place. I used to pretend to be John Taylor all the time. Really? Yeah. I had my grandfather cut me with a jigsaw, a bass guitar shape. And I painted it to look like his oh, guitar, cool. bass guitar. I pretend to be John Taylor from Duran Duran. Nice. Yeah. I love that concert movie they made. It was great. I remember that. That shit was really good. That was like every... Never saw my cry kill myself during it. Every girl. (laughs) Like when they came out, like girls were so into them that you kind of got into them just so you had things to talk about with chicks. I don't even remember why I decided... They were my favorite band in elementary school, like early elementary school. I had pins... I had a headband. Yeah, that was like junior high. Whenever there was a book fair, I'd buy posters. Duran Duran headband would be super fucking cool to have. Yeah, dog. It had the logo from Seven and the Ragged Tiger. Wear that to a music festival. You're getting laid. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would would definitely pay a little too much money for a Duran Duran t-shirt If it fit, I'd pay a little too much money for a Duran Duran t-shirt if it was old. 
I mean, you wouldn't have to pay too much as long as you see Boonchakalaka in the right time. Yeah. If he has a Rio shirt, tell him to hit me up. Ooh, that would Rio shirt would be good. that combines my love of Duran Duran and the artist Nagel. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that whole era was like, that was like Duran Duran, like Prince was big right then. They were, you know what Madonna the genre was, was called? The right New then. Romantics. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Michael Sheen is super into that genre. And he was, it was called the New, it was like post New Wave. Wham. It was called the New Romantics. Was was the name of that musical genre? The I wonder if that was like a wham. Was yeah, they were later too. probably. Wham was George great. Michael was good, dude. He yeah. still is. Yeah, yeah, he was good. Yeah, yeah, oh, he was gr- what a great voice. Ah, uh, sunken treasure, Wilco. Oh yeah, I don't love know. That's it. a great one. I just Stung love the room. Wilco, I love though. the speaking of rumors. I love the <laughs> lyrics. Uh, there is no sunken treasure rumored to be wrapped inside my ribs. Whoa. <laughs> that's brutal. Jesus. Yeah. Right? Jesus. That yeah. sounds like a suicide note written by somebody uh, uh, smart. Half of my mine do. Dude, Wilco's so good, man. <laughs> They're fucking just so good. Great. Being there is the album. He's just great with lyrics. Yeah, he really is. This is one of my favorite album titles, Being There. And the cover is cool. It's a double album. Every song on it's fantastic. This shit right here. you could interview like whoever these type of songs were kind of inspired by and get oh, like that's their side really of cool. the story yeah because you know cool, there's a idea. lady out there that's like oh yeah boohoo you dickhead like is that what you thought when you fuck my cousin like, right, like right, right. I want to hear the the, the side. yeah like like that Scott Weiland thing where yeah. she's just like yeah you guys say what you want about him he was a horrible person <laughs> yeah like right. no, no no I like the song too but like you know Carrie Fisher like yo I like Paul Simon too but fuck that dude he punched me in the face one time yeah yeah like, yeah shit yeah. you're right sorry All yeah right. like you know I, w- I wish there was like a VH1 interview series show yeah like called called their side of the story the songs people the, you know, yeah 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 like, oh yeah yeah no I remember when he wrote the song he wrote the song two days right. like, you'd get like yeah. oh, okay like are they mad now yeah, like you're so vain. You're like, okay, but you did write the song about him, and maybe he didn't tell you he was gonna marry you. Like, so he had a horse that won a race. Big deal. He paid for the horse. All right. He bought the ticket. Yeah. Right. Like, get off his ass. 
Did that end up being about Warren Beatty or not? No, I think that I she said who it was about recently, somebody right? Somebody else, and I keep forgetting who it was. It was someone like kind of not that famous, maybe? Like an executive or something? Or someone, a producer? Um, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was fine. It was like all those years, it was never... It was rumored to maybe be Mick Jagger or Warren Beatty. It was like Beatty. last year. Warren Beatty's what I had always heard. Yeah, eventually it became like... I have the second verse is Warren, she said. Which I think is the why other they... verses are about other just other dudes. Oh, okay. So just like so one multiple... am- amalgam, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You couldn't even pick one dude. Lazy. Oh, you yeah. gotta hate every guy. You yeah. fucking cunt. <laughs> of course you do. Of course, it's about every man that ever came into your life. You yeah. so well maybe you're so vain. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, look who's vain. Look who has all the men. Yeah. Maybe you should shut your butthole every once in a while. <laughs> so much trouble. All right, you're up, Kevin. Um, <laughs> This is a this another one, Duran Duran song, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, Ordinary yeah. world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This one's super personal because uh, it's an Eve Six song. Oh. Here's to the night by Eve Six. They're essentially their prom anthem. It just reminds me of being young. I and love like, it. In high school, and now we're all old and ugly and stupid. That's a story of my life. Reminds me of the Social D song. Oh, yeah. That's a fucking good oh, one. Too. Yeah, that, that one I've gotten a little teary-eyed to a couple times. That one doesn't that. make me cry, but you're, that's a great nostalgia song. For but sure. This song is a good nostalgia song to where it makes me sad where I was like, man, those were good days. It also is literally like the next generation's version of uh, Summer of 69. If you listen to Story of My Life in Summer mm-hmm. of 69, they're almost the same as far as like the periods of time. and mm. That's another awesome song. Yeah. Super, super deep nostalgia trip there. Okay. Also, one of the lyrics in the song was inspired by one Mr. Kevin Christie. Kev Dog, this guy. Really? Mm-hmm. If you're under the age of 30, you dance to this song at a dance. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, Eve Six. Good band. This is Locker Center to the core. The Lock, the bitch. Locker Center, the eight Lock. Eight till I die. San Gabriel yes. Valley. Go Falcons. I was on the tennis team. Got a letter. Didn't get a jacket. Here's the toast. <laughs> Here's to those nights, guys. Here's to the tears. You knew you cried. Here's to goodbye. Gonna come too soon. Yeah, yeah there's like the girl in the video so hot. Those songs about like the night being the thing and like tomorrow, like where you're like, there's songs about like life as a moment kind of things. And you're like, especially when it's like a while back, you just get real like sentimental. I always get, I'm super sucked into any song that has a lyric like we are young or we were young. There's literally that one song. Dude, P.O.D.? That P.O.D. song like, uh, we are, we are. Or the youth of a nation. The youth of at like I don't know that came out I was no longer the youth of the nation but I was like yeah I am yeah that fun has one too like that it's called we are young it's literally yeah, called it's that. called that something shit. about being young I can't remember what it is <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like a collective group of people not being old 
Yeah, something about something that. Like, <laughs> no, I'm a fucking... About that. <laughs> something that related to that subject. Dude, I'm an easy target for a nostalgia song. Yeah. Like, Oh, easy. sure, of course. And that one gets me every time it comes on. Another good one of these topic shows like this is like songs that earmark periods of your life. Yeah. That's always a good one. Did too. we that? Like we did. Something well, that, like was, that. that was one of our, our Desert Island Five. Oh, yeah. Because I picked an Eve Six song, so I was like, this is all of high school. Sure, I remember. Yeah, yeah. And that song is like me being 21. Right, right, Like just like going to Eve Six shows all the time and like whatever, you know, like those were our friends and it was my like, ne- my that was our My next song life. is like that, like a period of time and yeah, that's sort of. When I, was in, when I was in college, when I was yeah. at Ball State and I always say, and I still stand to this, Oh, Joey Diaz calling to me. State? Don't want to name drop, but hello. Oh, Listen, shit. cocksucker. I yeah. want to see if you want to do my podcast right now. I'll send an Uber right there, right now. <laughs> Get ready. Put your pants on, fuckface. <laughs> um, the, uh, uh, when I was in college, the best three years of my life, my sophomore year at Ball State University, <laughs> was... Um, <laughs> was that's so true, by the way. Was um, uh, That was like right when... Um, uh, that song I Get Around by Tupac was out. Oh, yeah. And I would, and so an entire like so summer also, and winter, digital underground, digital underground correct. Yeah. Um, I would just go up and I lived above a bar. I would just go to the DJ and like, I would wait for like, oh, yeah, it's about midnight. Okay, perfect time. The place is packed. I would just go to the DJ and go, play it <laughs> and yeah. he knew exactly what song I was talking about I, I would it. request that song like I would have to wait a couple hours and then like I would request it at like nine then I would go to the DJ and request it again at like right. one yeah. like, dude, dude I already played it but dude that was hours ago a lot of these people don't even remember yeah, that you yeah, played yeah. it it's been a t- total turnover uh-huh. turn I remember Shock, that song always Shock reminds G you of that was at the comedy store once what's that Shock G from Digital Underground oh really he was on the patio cool. and Freddie Lockhart was like uh, holy shit, dude! Yeah, <laughs> he's like, you're the one who put the satin in the panties. He was like, motherfucker, you know, all right? And we're like, holy cow, man! Oh, wow, that's fun. Yeah. Digital Underground was fucking tremendous. I saw them in concert. Really? Mm-hmm. That's cool. I was too afraid to ever go to a hip hop concert as a young person. What's your next one? Or is it me? Uh, my next one is uh, Bulletproof. Yeah, Radiohead. Dude. My, and that uh, one earmarks a time when a buddy of mine died in a car accident. Oh, no way. Uh, and I would always listen to that song. That's a really good one. Uh, that's a great one. But that song always reminds me of my buddy Stewart who died. Shit, hold on. I can't. Rest in peace, Stewart. You dead motherfucker. Listen, cocksucker. I left you a voicemail. You know that song, These Are All People Who Died, where the guy just lists all his friends uh, that died? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a great song. I don't know that, but that's the awesome. Is, yeah. Those are people These who are died, died, died. Yeah. And he just lists them all. All it's, these dead people. Maybe it wasn't, that's like an only an LA punk song. Yeah, they played on, on K-Rock, K-Rock all the time. That's a great song. Yeah, this is a great one. Yeah. Songs to slit your wrist to. Turn on the bathtub. Oh, 
The Great Radiohead. They're a band. They are. They a band. are a band. Their new album just keeps growing on me. The more yeah, I listen to it, great. the more I. It's great. It's fucking great. Um, it is great. My next one is. Happy this, birthday to you. Oh, Mickey, that'd be so, fun. so funny. It's a Duran Duran song. <laughs> uh, no, it is this one. I really, I have to change. Like it'll come on, and I have to. I'm like, I can't. Um, it's a Cat Stevens song. It's called Father and Son. Uh, I, dude, what are you doing right now? Uh-huh. This is intense. You and your alive dad? What the fuck, man? I know. <laughs> you with your dad that you know? <laughs> Wait, did you think of the collateral damage? <laughs> and this is going to emotionally destroy both of you for the rest of the day. <laughs> I got shit to do later. <laughs> but this isn't about losing of a father. It doesn't even have to be about you're, it's about not hanging out with him enough and then it's too late. No, no, no. N- absolutely not. Listen to the song and read the lyrics when you listen to it. This Is, it, is there a verse about your dad who used to pay your babysitters with cocaine? <laughs> is that what your dad did? Yeah. My dad that's used to pay high school kids with coke to babysit me and my Dude, sister. that's hilarious. <laughs> you know, not very much as a father, but as an employer, pretty progressive compensation program. Absolutely. Um, yeah, this has... It's totally not about, about, about that. It's about... Um, you're, um, let me look up the lyrics here. There are like a couple that really like encapsulate. So it's basically like you, you being told, you know, by, by like a parent or loved one or whatever. I got confused with the other one. Okay. Um, someone older telling someone younger you know like this is what you should do and this is how you should live life and then you as a young person going you don't get it you don't know and then you going off to do your own thing and then kind of later you you know realize that they might have been right or whatever but no I thought um, that's in the cradle yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally. Which, by the way, I'd barf. I'd barf cry. <laughs> I'd barf, barf cry. <laughs> barf cry. Oh, I love that. It's the best. Yeah. Like if I hear it, that's so funny. Yeah. Barf cry. Barf cry. Like I'm. Like I'm. You know. Um. But one of my favorite lyrics is like, um. So he goes, "It's not time to make a change. Just sit down, take it slow. You're still young. That's your fault." There's so much you have to go through. Find a girl, settle down, blah, blah, blah. Um, so he sings the older, the father part, like uh, differently than the young the young person part. He sings, mm-hmm. sings it slow. And then the younger person is like a more upbeat. Yeah. Um, and it's just this conversation between this father song, like, hey, life's not what you think it's going to be. You know, like you, you don't have to be crazy and go out there and go do all this stuff. You know, there's a lot more later. Like, why don't you focus on the things that are important? And then the kid's like, you don't get it. So he goes, now it's, he goes, uh, if they were right, I'd agree. It's them. They know, not me. Now there's a way I have to go away or whatever. So it's just back and forth. So they interviewed him years later because this song resonated with so many people that had these interactions with like, with either teachers or, or their actual fathers or moms or whatever. So he goes, and it's a testament to how good of a songwriter he is. He goes, I actually had a great relationship with my dad. They were supportive of me and like, and with music and all that stuff. But he just knew that this was a thing that so many young people went yeah. through with older. And then he just writes the song. That's and crazy. then people were like, 
this wasn't from like because yeah. when you listen to it, you're just like, whoa, this guy, what he like, went no, through. No, there's my dad right there. He's my manager. You're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. he's waving. Uh, he's got a Cat Stevens shirt yeah. on. <laughs> Thumbs up. I right, made right. muffins. Like, you right. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, dude. Whenever I hear, because I had those same conversations. Fucking eighteen year old kids starting comedy with sure. like no support at all. Like you're a discre- What are you doing to us? Like. Fine, fuck off. Figured zero conversations with my parents, barely like get over this. It was really like, I don't know, it felt really shitty back then. But like when I would hear this song, it would just remind me of like, oh, all the shit they had to go through to get here. And it was just, but there are times I hear it, dude, where I'm like, I cannot fucking listen to this song right now. Cat Stevens can fuck you, excuse me, Yusuf Islam will fuck you up. Yeah, dude. Um, but that song is just like, it's um, like, it's like an emotional penny in the railroad track. Yeah. That's one of those songs where you're like, everything's going great. We're speeding through and we're going yeah. to, the and then you're crying <laughs> out of a flaming wreckage and you're yeah. like, not going to walk there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. But yeah, that one, but it is a beautiful song. Um, I mean, you kind of can't go wrong with him a lot of times. Yeah. He's great. He's great. My next one is a modern one. Okay. And I, it's that fucking it's that fucking Adele song, Hello from the Other Side. Oh, sure. Oh, dude, Adele is so good. That lady can fuck up your day. Yeah. Oh, sure, dude. She ruined a lot of relationships with this jam. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. New she, relationship. Adele can fuck shit up. She man. ruined a lot of like burgeoning relationships that were on their way to like going somewhere. Yep. And made a lot of people go back to some shithead ex- <laughs> And then it yeah, it's like mind your business, lady. Yeah, mind your business. This song has nine bazillion plays. Nine times a thousand. Nine bazillion times a thousand. Uh huh. This song's got to be worth thirty million dollars in publishing. That's not her. Wait, what is this? This, this is one of those covers. It's one of those classic. Hella Adele official. Yeah, I knew. I was like, this doesn't sound right. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound right. I oh, bet here you we go. Can't get it on YouTube, or there's gonna be a long ad. No, here, this is. I think this is it. Okay. I knew that. I'm like, this doesn't sound right. <laughs> it's like those fucking Spotify covers. I hate that. Oh, dude, they're the worst. This is. I think this is it. This is her, her channel. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is because it has a billion views. So it's gonna be <laughs> has a billion. Something, yeah, one almost one point two. One point two billion. One million. One billion seven hundred five million seven hundred forty nine thousand seven hundred six. Good job, Adele. Wow, <laughs> I was totally joking, and that's I mean I knew it had a lot of listens, but holy fuck! Yeah, that was a that just was the a- amount of likes is more than it has ten million ten and a half million likes. That's more than most videos have views. Adele has become that person where you can't really talk shit about her. Oh, yeah. Because you're like, what? Yeah. Yeah. She, I saw her on, yeah, this could break somebody. (laughs) I saw her. (laughs) Broke that sentence in half. (laughs) I saw her on, um, it sure did. She was on. um, Your tuning fork got hit in the middle of that moment. Yeah. She was on, um, uh, who's the late night guy? The English guy's real funny. I like him. Yeah. And she was on that show and she did the karaoke thing where yeah. they drive around. She seems really cool. Yeah, she's she like seems mellow. funny. She's and also like, really young. Yeah. 
Yeah. Is she? She's like 26, 27. Wow. Empire has a music empire. I feel like we're gonna get sued real bad. <laughs> oh yeah. I dare her to sue you guys. <laughs> she wants to sue. Yeah. She wants to sue Teeb and his dipshit buddies, the new podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I thought there should be an app, like almost like Tinder, where you like uh, you can match with the ex you think about when that song comes on, just to let each other know. Like there should be a secret, a secret thing where you send a message, like who do you think of when the Dell song comes on, and that's who you. That song's a banger. Yeah. She fucked up the earth with that song. She oh, did. Yeah. She All her songs do earth. that. She did. But that one in particular, she fucked Planet Earth up. Yeah. That my yeah. favorite joke is when she played the Staples Center. I guess it was like a lot of the tickets were an incredible amount of money. Like they oh, were yeah. eight hundred dollars tickets. So people kept making the joke, "Hello from the parking lot." Oh, yeah. that's funny. funny. Well then, well they the NFL apparently asked her to do the Super Bowl, even if it was like a soft ask. Yeah, you know what I mean, like to test her interest. And then she's like, "No, nah, I'm not really interested. That's not really my kind of thing. I don't think right. I, I would really enjoy that or want to do that or whatever." And then they're like, "Oh, NFL uh, denies they even asked Adele." Yeah. She turned him down. They go, "Well, we never even asked her." And she's like, "Fuck all, you didn't. Here's yeah. your fucking email." <laughs> yeah. Ah, that's awesome. I mean, like, oh, somebody asked me to do the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, I don't know she why saw, they asked her. They were like, "Why don't you?" Uh, like Beyonce was like, "I'd love to do something with Adele." And so they went to do like, "Why don't you do something with Beyonce?" She's like, "I love Beyonce." But literally, it was her basically saying, "I don't need to fucking do a duet with anybody." Like, yeah, I love her. She's great. But guess what? I don't need to share shit yeah. with anybody. I am a juggernaut. Yeah. I, write the, I make these like, songs. I'm going to do what I want to do and yeah. not what everybody's I'll, telling I'll me I need to do. I'll make music when I want and yeah. then I'll hang out with my family and I'll yeah. stay in England and I don't go need to any of you motherfuckers. Yeah, it's awesome. And it's like when you think all of this really came from some dude you know, was piping her down really good. <laughs> piping her down. <laughs> I love it. And give then, her, and well, then, what's your other one? And then give tell her, her, giving her a spray down. <laughs> giving her a spray down. Yeah, man, some dude's giving her a serious spray down and oh, tells so her to stupid. kick rocks and then she becomes super <laughs> famous. To kick rocks. I can't wait for her autobiography. She's like, well, it was a Wednesday and someone told me to kick rocks and that's when I picked up my guitar. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting sprayed down and then he told me to fucking kick rocks pray <laughs> down you know, famous. he yeah. should be like you're welcome yeah he should get she should every once in a while send him a rolex like hey thanks for you know obliterating my face with that hot load and giving yeah. me six billion de- i mean what's her net worth jesus gotta be probably not as high as dolly Parton because it's yet. new yeah but for somebody to go from i like, bet you it'll be close to dolly Parton in about 10 years sure of course she's I, at uh, 125 mil 125 yeah wow that's four times as much as i thought it was oh gonna no be. dude that song her hits are worth i didn't see fucking because they i mean yeah. they must if you google my net worth right now your computer will catch on fire <laughs> Her songs and Beyonce songs has to be the most played songs in the world right now. Beyonce's got to be worth a bazillion dollars too. She she splits four hundred fifty million. Beyonce. Beyonce's four fifty. Yeah, and that doesn't include Jay Z. Four sixty five. According to another source, anywhere from three hundred to four hundred fifty other sources. Jay Z's probably right on the same thing. So they're they're probably a billionaire couple. Their net worth is a billion dollars, like over a billion. Jay Z, Dre, and Puffy were the three top, I think, music earners or something 
this year. Fucking insanity. Yeah. Something that I don't get, and maybe it's just greed. I don't know. But you see these people, more money. Like, I watched Narcos season two. I'm four, four, four or five episodes in. He, he dies at the end. <laughs> right. And he has... Um, <laughs> no, like I had no idea. Alert in the world. It'd be so funny if I had no clue. But, um, He's a real guy? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But he had so much goddamn money that it was insane. I mean, he had like 200 houses. He was the seventh houses. richest person in the world. The but, hiding you know, the cash thing is crazy. Billions of dollars yeah, he has like, hidden oh, in found, mountains and farms. They found $6 million in cash in a yeah. hole. Like, yeah, shit. yeah. A farmer did. Yeah. And... But like, what, if you have that, like, why not just say fuck it? Why, why not, not just get out? get out of the game? Like, I don't know. Like, if you're Dr. Dre, you get addicted. Why to do you the, start like throwing your name on beats, headphones, I think it's and all chess. this sort of shit? You're I don't think s- it's money. I think it's chess. It's power. It's like, yeah. you know what? It's I don't the, like that guy that's richer than me. I want to fuck that guy. Or it's the chase of something. Yeah, it's, it's like it's you're not chase. even thinking about the money. Like, God, I got to get this to get more money. It's like accomplishments and be, you know, challenging yourself. Yeah, and it's competing. competitiveness. Mm-hmm. Just the, yeah. the, the, the spoils of it happen to be money. Or just insane. But it's like, you know what? Yeah. I want to be the fifth richest guy, not the sixth. And they're like, you know what? I met that guy at a party. He was a piece of shit. I want to buy his building from him. I'm going to take his building. Yeah. It's that hostile takeover. I think it's someone with just a competitive nature that hasn't gone away. It's why Michael Jordan wants to like own team. And just like, why don't you just fucking hang out and be mellow? I would be all about hanging out and being mellow. Yeah. You know but that's, I mean? probably, that's why I'm not most successful. Yeah, probably. Because yeah, so we, we don't have $500 million. <laughs> yeah, my drive is so that I can quit. Right, <laughs> if you right. think about what I'm saying, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm like, I just want to make enough money that I can quit having yeah. to make money. Because it's like if you if you want to be like mellow and hang out, you don't need $450 million. You could do that now. You could do that with... Oh, you know, if, I need, if, you, I need if the it. minute I got to the, the amount of money, whatever I could stop... I'd still do the things I do, but in a way that like didn't require like a cooler any, way. Well, like I'd still do stand up, but there'd be no. But like, you would wear a crown. Hey, you, I gotta get a tape together. I'd be like, what? Crown? I just what? wouldn't have. Yeah, I would check out of so many more avenues and like, like you'd still do stand up and stuff. But like, yeah, if all of a sudden I'm worth two hundred million dollars and like you call me, we'd be like the phone number you were trying to reach is no longer like just yeah. no more cell phone, no more. I just do whatever on my own time. I yeah. would have five people would have my number. Yeah. And I would have a different phone for all those five people. So if one phone rang, I'm like, oh, and it's Nick's phone's calling me. <laughs> Nick's just, phone. Yeah. I'd have an assistant that was in charge of telling me what was happening in, in the world. Oh, yeah. Well, I lived in a completely different headspace. Totally yeah. different headspace. And that assistant, part of that assistant's job is getting some dick tucked. You know what I mean? <laughs> dick <laughs> tucked. <laughs> Tucking some dick. I'd wear those. I'd wear those um, what are the, the Middle Eastern long shirts? What are they called? What, burkas? Not burkas. No, 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 no. It's just like a shirt. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, but I forget yeah. what it's called. They wear them in Egypt. It's just like got some buttons, and then it right, goes yeah. all the way to the ground. That'd be a, a daily outfit. Yeah, a daily driver. I would. I probably wouldn't wear anything. Anything. I play tennis every day. Oh, I would. I would oh, yeah. play tennis. I would swim. Yeah. In my ocean. Yeah. My own ocean. I'd swim. I'd have a pool and stuff. Yeah, oh, indoor yeah. and outdoor, heated and cold. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Four different pools. I would have a heated ocean. <laughs> oh, the, <laughs> I swear, the fresh fruit spread that I would have access to on a daily basis oh, would yeah. be so spectacular that I would invite people over yeah. just because I'd be like, other people yeah. need to enjoy it. Yeah. They brought over a lot of strawberries. Come over yeah, and eat like, some. Oh, guys, yeah. there's too many strawberries. Yeah. Get over here. Three words, bald eagle omelets. <laughs> 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 bald eagle omelets. Oh, the fruits. The fruits. Uh, we would, the, bald the eagle hummus omelet. Freshness. Okay. Yeah. I think we each got time for one more. Uh, go for it. Who's 
is it, it's not my turn. I just dropped Adele on you. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's me. Was uh, that your third? That's my second. Oh, no, no, that was my third. Yeah, that was yeah, your third. Yeah, that's his third. And I've, I've done, done two. two. I've done two. You've done two? Uh-huh. So now... Uh, so I will go another fucking sad one. A lot of mine involve like at least romanticizing in my head. De- being dejected in a bar and just like, <laughs> right, fuck right, it. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, Avenues, Ryan Adams. Oh, yeah, baby. A lot of them are just like somebody's left you. Somebody doesn't love you. Somebody doesn't, you know? <laughs> Avenues yeah. is brutal. <laughs> yeah. Why would it load? Sorry. I love the lyrics of this. Uh, uh, all the sweethearts in the world are out dancing in the places where me and all my friends go to hide our faces. Well, that's a good lyric. Right? Good lyric. I like when things rhyme. I think rhyming is a thing that's not appreciated enough. Oh, that's Whiskey Town. Oh, that's why. Yeah, it is yeah, Whiskey Town. I was like, I yeah. don't know you're why. You're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, I totally yeah. forgot. That is Whiskey Town. Yeah, it's on uh, Stranger's Almanac. Stranger's Almanac, yeah. yeah. I was like, this is weird right now. I can't find this. Um, Avenues is good. Know the caps here, they can't run down to your highlights for us sweethearts that we are. Sometimes I find myself still lying in your arms. I kind of have to stay away from this genre because it's too sad. Really? Yep. Yeah, like, it, this is like a beautiful song, right? It's obviously like such a beautiful, well-written song. And when I hear songs, I'm like, I can't even, I don't want to like get, I can't, I don't want to go here. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I don't know, man. What am I going to do the rest of the day? Like, when do I listen to this? Yep. Right before you kill yourself. Yeah. That's, it's too sad. You're like, <laughs> well, what happens usually on an, on albums like this, it's like, There'll be a song or two like this, but then there'll be, a, you know, one that's more like a beat or like... Yeah. Like, if you put this album at the end, if this is the last song on the album, that's attempted murder. He should be able to be charged. <laughs> <And you> know, <laughs> attempted murder. That's so it's funny. It's a negligent also- homicide. It's too late. I'm already dead. Yeah. I'm already dead. But yeah, Avenues is one of those like... Oh, I can't do that's this. That's what it's right like. Now. When do you do like you're on a road trip and it's fun, and that comes on, you're like, yeah, but yeah, like, that's why. Yeah, that's does exactly any of what it that mean anything. The category is where it's like if that song comes on, you're like, I gotta change this right now because otherwise yeah, it's going to, fuck, it's gonna break me. Like this song. This is my last. Can you song. imagine hearing that on a plane? Or this one. Mm. No? Is it a cover? Oh, no. This is not a cover. People have covered it a lot. I forgot that it takes this long to kind of get going, but it's almost there. <laughs> I mean, you can never go wrong with an accordion. Yeah. A sad accordion. Which is almost redundant. Oh yeah, it's a. Uh huh. Is that a uh, uh, Buckley? Correct. 
Jeff Buckley's a sad motherfucker. Oh, yeah, dude, this is a bad one. <laughs> yeah. God, I forgot about Buckley in this one. Mm. So good. Like, uh, what a voice, too. I know. He really only had one album, right? Like two and a half. <laughs> but I mean, I know that they have those like other live ones and different things. But like studio album, he only just had his cover of uh, Hallelujah is how I, I uh, if I have to cry on camera. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's stunning. It's stunning. You know what else I was been thinking? Uh, dude, that right now. See again, Brittany like what the fuck, Yeah, dude, man. it's tough. <sighs> Even hearing his voice could get get me. You're just such a beautiful voice and just such a sad. I'm surprised they haven't done a movie about him yet. They're working on it, but I hear they're having trouble with rights. Like the family doesn't want to. Yeah, it's always the case. It's like a mess. You know what's a really sad song is the, um, well, two covers of it. There's two covers of Landslide. Oh, really? oh, the the, the uh, uh, Smashing Mac? Pumpkins Smashing cover. Smashing Pumpkins cover. The it. Dixie Chicks cover. Correct. Yep. The Dixie Chicks cover of Landslide is really beautiful. They're great. Yeah, they are really great. But yeah, the Dixie Chicks cover of Landslide is really beautiful and sad. But the Smashing Pumpkins one's very good too. As far as I recall, I think all three of the Dixie Chicks I would give a spray down to. <laughs> Is that do? You, uh, are you sure? No, not sure, but well, I'm pretty I mean, we can, positive. We can check the record. <laughs> can we, can um, we go? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's go to the archives. Oh, yeah, you would definitely spray her down. Three out of three Tebos agree. <laughs> three out of three sprays with a little spray <laughs> thing. Like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, do you, how many do you have total on there for, for sad ones? Uh, four, 14. 14. <laughs> Um, I think I think as a genre, I have to stay away from that music oh, in really? life. Yeah, I get into it much. sometimes. It just yeah, it's the genres I'm cool with, but specific songs I'm just like ah yeah. There's Penny certain the Rose, you're you're like, like man, yeah. I don't know. but sometimes you're just in. You yeah, need it. You're in that kind of mood, like a nice rainy day. You've kind of yeah, had a yeah, shitty yeah. day, and you're just like, dude, you just fuck gotta it. have time. It, it, I think to me, it gets harder with age. Whereas, you know, as you get a little older, life, like, you know, the body start building, like, count, like, body count yeah. gets a little higher and higher. So you're like, if I let that song play through, we're fucked till Thursday. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you're like, man, I'm not going to be able to, this is, I got to, yeah, I got work to do. I got to, I got to clean the garage. Like, it's just not a thing. You yeah, can yeah, do. yeah, yeah. I got to tune out the you gotta sadness. You got to explain it to your girl. Like, ah, here's the thing. This song came on. Like, that's the problem is that shit gets very real. Uh huh. So I think I, I think I honestly stay away from this st- genre of music. It's probably why I haven't gotten a Wilco record. I'm like, I can't. So much of Wilco's not that though. So much of it's not sure. That. They're I feel just like, like that's a, a trap. This fun feels like a trap. alt country band. They have a, a few songs, but you know. Yeah, it's like it's like Elliot Smith. Or Elliot or, Smith is worlds apart. From oh yeah. Well, Elliot no, Smith but I mean, is just like as a genre, Elliot Smith or Nick Drake. Nick Drake. I'm, I'm like, yeah. fuck, I can't do this. I love is Nick too Drake. Sad right now. Elliot Smith, he, his greatest hits are like his, what do they call it when you have everything is all together? Uh, anthology? And it, it, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. His okay. anthology should be called Songs to Slit Your Wrist to. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. 
Just just sit in a bathtub and let that water slowly get darker red. Yeah, someone walked into a record store and was like, do you have an L.A. Smith box set? They're like, no, but we're going to call the cops right now. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. But can I call your parents? Yeah, it's called the 5150. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Uh, you're going help. to be medicated now. There should be a thing that notifies your next of kin or your close, like whoever you text the most, if you if you download yeah. on too much Elliot Smith on iTunes or like yeah. get a text. Like, your friend just got 12 Elliot Smith songs. You want to check them on a real quick? Yeah. My other two I had that I didn't do were uh, If You Could Read My Mind by Gordon Lightfoot, one of the mm. all-time greatest falling out of love sure. breakup songs Jeez. of all time. It's fucking amazing. And then Fiona Apple did a song called Oh Well that was on Extraordinary Machine. And it's kind of like an angry breakup song. This fucking dickhead I forgot about came her. into my life. Fuck I, you. I saw her live a bunch of yeah. times. She's, she's really good. Tremendous. She's tremendous live. But she would always do John Bryan's show at Largo. Right, yeah. So she was always the guest. Yeah. So I saw her like three different times in like a two-month period because I was going to that show a lot. Uh-huh. And you're like, damn, dude, she's really talented. Yeah. I had really nothing. Talented. I forgot. Uh, I had nothing compares to you by Sinead O'Connor. Oh uh, yeah, Prince. that's a great that's one. That's a great one. Written that is a Prince. great one. Yeah, that's a great one. That is a great one. Yeah, um, great video. What's another one? Oh, I wanted. To, I was looking at. Um, because I remember listening to Beck's Sea Change right after a breakup, and yeah. I was like going through, and I was like, I can't just pick one. It's got to be the whole album. Sea Change is right. a breakup song. Yeah, the whole the whole record is a yeah. it's a breakup record. It's a breakup record. Yeah. So I couldn't even pick one from there, but that one I remember just fucking like getting halfway through listening to the album, and I'm just like, oh, it's not worth it. said, uh, um, <laughs> uh, Windmill's got a whole album that is about. Not only is it about a breakup, mm. it is about a breakup in a Tokyo airport. So oh, the yeah, entire I listened to that on your recommendation. About, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I told you about that. Yeah. I love that album cover, too. Also, yeah, it's cool. That's also a Captain one. album cover. But yeah, there's songs that are just like, I can't not well up to this for various reasons, I guess. Sometimes nostalgia, sometimes like death or like breakup. It's usually breakup. Those are the ones that like so many songs are written about that shit. Yeah, half half of the yeah. musical genre. In my head, like every song was written about a girl in some way. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You know, yeah. Pretty much. It kind of, uh, you if know, it was it's written by a straight dude. It was written about a girl. If right. it's not about a girl, it's about if it's a if the song's not about a girl, it's about kicking ass. Right. You know? I can't drive fifty five. Is probably about a girl. Right. I love that album cover. Right. It's there. about either a girl or like drinking, like all the country songs. Or and then the drinking is just because a girl, you know, like broke their heart or or whatever left them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That Chris Stapleton record, Traveler, by the way, mm. is fucking amazing. That's all about like heartbreak and booze. It's <coughs> awesome. What was that? I just Came out texted last you one that I love. Oh, uh, Car Seat Headrest. Oh, I didn't listen to it yet. But yeah, yeah take that, dude. He looks like Moshe Kasher if he was more gay and more nerdy. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and he does, and he sounds like. Queens of the Stone Age or something. Yeah. It's real lo-fi, but it's good. I like it. That's cool. Okay. All right. I think that was it for those. I think we did it, guys. We did. Yeah, we did. Um, what did we learn today? That um, I have no idea. 
I've learned that this is one of my more successful podcasts yeah. that I have. Right. Tiedman is two dipshit buddies. Yeah. I learned that Jerry Ferrara will never catch me now. Now that oh, you're yeah. ma- getting married, bro. Yeah, no. You, yeah, you right. want to be? What do you not care about this podcast? What do you want to be happy with your life? That's a wrap. What a scumbag. It's uh, a wrap. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That was an emotional roller coaster. This podcast. <laughs> We got angry. We were speeding. We were thinking about death and heartbreak. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you're like the uh, you're you're buying far in the lead as, as podcast. I'm willing to go to say he'll never even catch me. No. The closest person would be probably Brendan. Brendan. Brendan will could could. Yeah, Brendan who? Which Brendan? Brendan Smith. Yeah. Oh, he, he's been on three times well he's about to uh, I hope he doesn't fall down a flight of stairs soon <laughs> he was on we did a playlist one like this uh, the one we were talking about earlier with those horror yeah. movies and uh, songs that would be good in a Wes Anderson film and he's a really good he's a funny guy he's a really good podcast guest too yeah he's going down the stairs and he he came in and not only had like songs ready, but he came up with an idea for a Wes Anderson film yeah. and added songs to it and would explain the scene in his fake movie. Crazy. And, but it was so, it made it so fun though. Cause then we took our songs and we're like, okay, you tell me where this goes in your Wes Anderson. Right. Film. And it was fucking hilarious. You know, it'd be cool if Wes Anderson really actually did it. Right. I know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's a good podcast guest and he likes being on. So he's the only person now I think that could end up catching up to you. Yeah. We know that's not going to happen. <laughs> know, yeah. It's not. Now with how, or you know what would be fun is now if with all you, these banana peels around these stairwells. <laughs> Just all over LA. Just Everywhere. I just got a big yeah. satchel full of banana right. peels. Yeah, a renegade clown has been leaving banana peels. Um, yeah, you guys. Should <laughs> just one roller bin- skate everywhere. Banana peels. Um, you guys should be on together. We got to figure out one where you can do. That's cool. Yeah, I call that episode Not a Word in Edgewise with Nick and Kevin. <laughs> oh, I know. It's good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of us would have to take the week off. <laughs> like, Both of you. like you and I don't get to make a list. It's just you two. <laughs> yeah, Dude, that's the new occasionally awesome. It's just he and I. <laughs> yeah, we're like, go ahead, nerds. <laughs> yeah. Um. Damn it. What are you looking up? <laughs> I was looking. And I fucking closed out the web page. But when you were looking up, um, not looking up, sorry. When you were talking about banana peels, I was like, where's the slipping sound? Oh, I don't know. What is that sound? Yeah, it's probably. No, that's an anvil. This is just a compilation of them. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All of these things are going to happen to him. How many? How, clo- how close is he to my record? Um, oh, that's the dizzy. Yeah, this that's guy the hit, one. Hitting the head. Yep. Um, you have like five or six. I think he's ha- he has like three. Yeah, he's going down. He's going down. Um, yeah, but we'll get you on together. We'll find we'll find like a good. Yeah, uh, a good or one. you know what? If you guys, the listeners, think of if you li- if heard the ones with Brendan and Teeb, uh come up with a good episode idea for them to be on together yeah. uh contact at nickyusef.com let me know 
or tweet at us, all of us, whatever. You figure our Twitter handles. <laughs> Threatening him with uh, banana peels. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, most unrealistic slash adorable uh, threat. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Throw out some ideas. Gotta, and I got to go buy a bunch of bananas. Obviously, let us know what you think about this one. Um, all right. Thanks again, dude. Uh, love you guys. Love you too. You want to plug anything? You do need to plug something. Oh, I do actually. Yeah. When is this coming out? About two, three months? Four uh, years? At yeah. the end of 2017. Um, okay. So <laughs> well, then most of you guys know I've passed. <laughs> and so listen to all those sad songs and remember <laughs> me and my 50 appearances right. on this show. Uh, November 4th, uh, if anybody's in the Midwest, I am recording my album, Return to the Red State. Um, Debut in comedy Indiana, album. In, at Fort Wayne at the Tiger Room. And that will be out probably first week of December. Um, so look for that. And um, Punch Drunk uh, Sports, always my podcast with Arch Fear and Sam Tripoli. And um, at the team on Twitter, you can find all my dates or all that regular shit on there. And thanks for having me, guys. I Boom. love doing this show. Thank you, too. Love you.